0: You have until the count of five.
1: I happen to love the number five. It's a beautiful number, a glorious number.
2: You got to the count of five. Welcome to the Got Till Five Wrestling Podcast. I have a really bad case of the giggles in that intro. And I was trying to... St-
0: Happy birthday to us! Happy <laughs> birthday to us! Happy birthday, Cards of Five podcast! Happy
2: birthday to us! Happy birthday,
0: Jesse. It's, it's our birthday, it's our one-year anniversary. This podcast is one years old. This is officially That's, our
2: second year. If it
0: was a child, it, would, um, it wouldn't it would be walking yet, but it would have hair and um, what else do one year old's got?
2: Teeth, I presume? No, they don't have teeth yet, do they? Teeth.
0: Oh there must be a little bit of teeth in there like little bit of baby teeth coming through they're probably upset about it but it's not a baby it's a podcast and we've got lasted a year you know 95% of podcasts don't last a year really which means that, yeah which means that we're in the 5% of podcasts that might actually be successful one day which yeah. like that's drastically dropped our odds which is lovely
2: yeah I've never been above average in anything
0: nor i sir nor i sorry i was gulping my coffee there um, not only is this one year anniversary but it's the first ever show from my new house so
2: we won't hear women getting murdered outside well we might do
0: yeah i might do i'm actually i'm looking out the window right now and i can I, I can look out on a road still but it's a much more peaceful road where no one does anything it's so quiet before although you although there is in. something shining out there yeah go on
2: <laughs> you said there was a dirty old man next door have you have you made more contact with him
0: yeah, um, is um, he wears um, bright orange jacket when he walks around, which is helpful, so you know where he is at all times. Um, he um, is just yeah, he's fine. He's very chatty. Um, I think the um, politically correct term for him is um, oh, I've forgotten it now. It's not simple adult. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> a vulnerable adult. <laughs> it's a mistake, so close, I mean. So close. <laughs> to, it's, our, it's our
2: first show of the second year, and you were that close to being PC. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll try, vul- it we'll, we'll try again in the third year.
0: Yeah, alright, alright, fine. One, another year of um, hate. Uh, yeah, he's a vulnerable adult. Uh, but he's absolutely harmless, and I'm actually speaking quite loud, so I hope that he's not like crying. In He's only through a wall, isn't he?
2: Very, very good point. Um, this is our year anniversary, if you hadn't guessed by the bombardment of Twitter posts that have been coming your way. Jesse yes! talking about it for three and a half minutes at the start of the show. Yeah, it's quite sorry. an important episode, and we're very excited. now. This whole, qu-
0: this whole episode is just us basically smelling our own farts, is it?
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, I've, I've kind of balanced it, so, so it is a pat on the back to us, but we're also giving you guys some entertainment, so let me tell you what we got coming up today,
0: Jesse. About bloody time.
2: About bloody time. So we have a top five today. We've never done the most basic top five that there is. We've never done our top five favorite matches of all time. So that's what we'll be doing, sprinkling in throughout the show. Also sprinkled in throughout the show will be... We did a Twitter vote survey award thing where we got you, the listeners, to vote on your favorite guests, your favorite episodes, that kind of shit. And you voted ridiculously.
0: It's the... The win—I would not have predicted any of the winners.
2: No, you guys shocked me. In fact, the stuff you voted for was probably our most least effort content. <laughs> so we're not going to give a shit in the second year.
0: I said, well, uh, join, join me, mate.
2: <laughs> we'll take the Jesse Bend route to approach. I've been busting my balls this week trying to get this episode ready. This little twat has just been on his Facebook Messenger, just sending me memes. Just memes,
0: just trying to wind me up. Just
2: memes, memes all, day. all day. Sexy
0: Garfield meme. And I'm like, um, can, I
2: send... can you just take a break, just to like listen to some episodes? You know, help me find some stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Here's Spider Man. Well, that's here's... the
0: problem, isn't it? You asked me to listen to old episodes and help me find stuff on the same week that the new Spider Man came came out on PS4. I'm
2: an idiot. That's it's my fault.
0: Stu- that's it's your fault. It's a stupid move on your part. You shouldn't even have started the podcast a year ago. Now knowing that the Spider-Man game was coming out in a year's time. That was stupid.
2: Well, I feel ashamed. I I feel slightly ashamed. So let's have a quick recap of... uh, Because not many people have gone back and listened to our first 18 episodes. So this was our (laughs) early days. (laughs) Our
0: first day. Loads of people haven't gone back and listened to most of them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I put together a little ditty of, of some of our... Favorite moments from the first eighteen episodes. Here you go.
0: I haven't, I haven't heard this yet.
2: Are you enjoying? You get to listen live.
0: Yeah, good verbal. It's basically a verbal wank. It
2: really is. Here you go. It's mainly you anyway, because it's really suggest- yes. hard to find yourself funny. So I just
0: no, that's you. not the case, Max. It's because I'm much more funnier, isn't it? You're it's a good fun. reactor. Well done. <laughs> Such a cunt. This is a <laughs> podcast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what i've written in my notes max is convinced undertaker pisses himself in this match and although it's probably the blood shining on his trousers i choose to believe he wet himself also (laughs) which i think might be one of the favorite notes i've ever made
2: Um, but in real wrestling world not my wrestling world um sad news shut the fuck up (laughs) five comatose wife and a hot toy boy girl oh, solidly down <laughs> that was a Freudian
0: slip <laughs> hello oh, <God. laughs> hello I wanted it to be Ian Beale for some reason I was really into Ian Beale when I was a kid I still am you've a bit now in- yeah, yeah. I send people pictures
3: of Ian Beale all the time <laughs> just... it's uncomfortable how much you mention them. but uh the question is do you you think when Goku and Vegeta fuse does their dick get longer or do they have two dicks? <laughs> oh.
2: And there was like this virtual guy in this, like, anorak with really big rimmed glasses. And he just sk- skulking around. I was going, I am the game. You don't want to play me. I have am control.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Mum, he's weird. Ooh, I just got a friend request on Facebook. Who's that? Who's She's like, from? She's called, um... I think it might be one of those fake ones where, like, they're like Russian. Webcam people who want money for favours. You always accept them. Oh god! Oh, I'm dri- dripping in Russian um, plunge. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is sorry. This Facebook person's a real person. I went to school with her. Not a Russian whore. Good link. Good link, well done. Thanks. I'm getting um, good at this, right? You are. Yes. I know a bit of practice, you yes.
4: Look at um, me, baby.
0: my mate. My favourite song ever written, which is um, just a song, someone on acoustic guitar
3: going, drink beer, raise hell, beat Debra,
0: <laughs> is an instant classic. And um, when I'm on desert island discs, it will be my number one. No idea. Very fun. Just caught in barbed
2: wire, going, my eyes,
0: <laughs> Mick. Mick, my eyes, cactus, cactus. Let's her and give him a tombstone. But <laughs> Regal's legs are like, you know how people's legs look? Oh, yeah, they're like up. <laughs> he's, he's like almost, he's almost doing the splits. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Mr. Regal?
2: We could save a lot of time in future episodes just playing old clips. I
0: think we Can should, we like, do a that? Simpsons that was nice. Show. I was. I was doing a lot of silent laughing then because um, yeah, I obviously didn't want to ruin it. But yeah, it was funny. That was good. I don't even remember saying half of that stuff, which is um, which is nice. Yeah, it's funny. Our context doesn't make any sense. Oh, but it's, um, but it is but it is funny. I'd forgotten about that guy. I like that you beeped out the name of whoever that girl was that had to be on Facebook. That's very professional of
2: you. Yeah, but if people actually go back and l- listen to that episode. The name is in there, so treasure hunt nerds <laughs>
0: treasure for... hunt find her i can't even remember who it was Can you
2: no no go find a russian whore nerds no oh,
0: yeah but we found out she wasn't a russian whore
2: no no she was well she
0: might she might be now i don't know
2: yeah who's who are we to say exactly <sighs> but it's been a fun year jesse and I've, I've enjoyed every moment with you and every top five list we've done we've endeavored
0: on so much shit over the years it's like so we became best friends when we were about 13 and we've tried so we tried to start bands we've tried to do radio shows we tried you've tried to produce bands i've been in there's been so many things that we've tried to do together and i think they've always been good and we've always enjoyed them but we're both lazy people and they've never kept up and this is the first thing we've ever done that's actually lasted time gathered a following and it's lovely.
2: Yeah, don't give up on your dreams, kids.
0: Don't give up on your dreams, even if you are inherently lazy. Eventually, one of you will do all the work.
2: <laughs> one of your friends will snap one day. That, that's the lesson we're taking <laughs> from this. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll reminisce throughout the episode, but we are here to do a top five. The top five is the most important aspect of this. Um, not wanking onto a biscuit and patting each other on the back. As tempting that no. it might be. So, we're going to do our number five match first, and after that, we're going to have our first award winner, and we're going to have our first guest on. That's right, there's fucking guests on this episode as well. Motherfucking guests! Got it all, God damn it. <sighs> so, should we um, kick <laughs> off this... <laughs> it's really hyped up right now.
0: Yeah, I know. You just took a deep sigh, like, to compose yourself.
2: <laughs> just let it go, man. Just let it go. Right. <laughs> Let's do a top five. The only way we know how five four three
3: two one zero
4: are you ready
3: oh hell yeah you fans can stick it brother who's your daddy montreal tell me he didn't just say that (laughs)
0: I could feel you waiting for the woo
2: I was, I was, I was waiting for you Right, um Okay, so that was that I'm so confident that we're not going to have a crossover I haven't even prepared a drop Really? I really don't think there's going to be a crossover
0: Okay, if if there is a crossover uh, Can we have that song um, That goes Happy birthday, happy birthday Yes Do you know what I mean? Yes yeah, let's just have that bit play
2: Happy birthday, happy but, birthday I'm just, like, is, is there a specific Because if I type happy birthday song in I'm just going to get
0: Yeah, difficult, go it? There's loads of them um, oh. What about, um, so, you know the Stevie Wonder song? Happy birthday to ya Yeah um, I was watching some Disney And um, it was Donald Duck's birthday on the cartoon And they did a version of it And it, they went, happy birthday Donald You could do that if you want um, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know what's going on today.
2: It's all over the place,
0: isn't it? I know. Just before we came on air, um, I was sending Max voice clips of Mr. Bean having a stroke. That's 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 where my head's at today.
2: That's the high-level entertainment we produce off <laughs>
0: that you
2: guys are missing out on. <laughs> Just wait till we get a Patreon. You guys are done.
0: Done, I delved into my improv, um, my improv skills, and Mr. Bean um, could smell burnt toast.
2: Uh, I'm tempted to play one, but I'm scared I'll press the wrong one, and this whole thing will just be shut down immediately. Yeah, there's
0: too many, Yeah, there was some horrible things said. I decided <laughs> Mr. Bean having a stroke. Um, okay, who's gonna go first? Um, after you. After me, me first, hello. Um, okay, um, let's do it. My number five is surprise, surprise, Chris Benoit. Shocker. You, you,
2: I know. You know what I wanted to do? I started making a compilation of every time you mention Chris Benoit on this podcast. It was too much work. That's just, I,
0: I was was needed to say a that's tea. just the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I got, you need
0: to hire researchers.
2: I did about five episodes and we were up to like nearly a minute and a half of Chris Benoit mentions
0: benoit <laughs> benoit 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 redacted, benoit, redacted.
2: Benoit. redacted. <laughs> sorry go on Chris benoit versus
0: christopher michael benoit versus um kurt angle um from backlash 2001 it was a 30 minute ultimate submission match
2: following the wrestlemania 17 match i remember it well
0: Exactly. Um, I'm sure we talked about it on the Backlash show. Um, did we do the Backlash show? I think we did. And we did not. Um, I'm sure we talked about this. 30 minute ultimate submission, like an Ironman match, but with no pins. And um, it went to overtime. Benoit won in overtime, which is great because he got screwed at Mania beforehand. Um, uh, it's one of the, I think I've said before, Backlash 2001 is the first pay per view I ever owned. Yes. on VHS, so um, this was the first time I'd ever properly watched a long match, and I don't know if people could tell from listening to me over the last year um, but I don't have the longest attention span in the world I've got mental deficiencies when it comes to attention span <laughs> but You're um, a special adult. I'm a special simple boy but the um, Benoit Angle backlash match lasted over 30 minutes because it went into extra time was just the longest thing that ever held my attention when I was a kid. I've never watched something for that long. And it, I was just in th- every second of it, I was enthralled by. And oh, it's just it's so well paced. It's not a boring match at all. I mean, half an hour, I'm going into extra time as well, probably in around 37. And it just it just doesn't, it doesn't it's paced beautifully. It's not a spot fest either. It's just a great match, and that's why it's one of my favourite matches. It taught me to concentrate a bit better as a little boy.
2: It did, and your microphone just went all funny and squiffy.
0: Oh no! Did it? Yeah, sort yourself out. On oh, which bit? Which bit? Did, did you? Do I need to repeat anything? No, no. We'll just leave you talking, shilly. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, yeah. Okay. I think it might be. It might be because I was moving while I was talking a lot just then. Yeah,
2: you know, you got. I'll try and stay still. Perfectly still. <laughs> <laughs> your shitty setup um no it is a fantastic match and for me wrestlemania 17 the month before is still my favorite out of those two but uh i, I do appreciate where you're coming from that it is a good match and i went back and watched it recently because i didn't remember it when you talked about it in the chris benoit episode um yeah that we did but it was uh yeah you're right the pacing on it is fantastic and it gets a bit old sometimes when Iron Man matches or whatever go into um, overtime, but it worked on that one.
0: It's great, and also you do notice um, a couple of times in that match, Kurt Angle is calling it. Kurt Angle is calling the match, um, and that's amazing when you think he you know, debuted what two years previous, yeah. And Chris Benoit had been wrestling since like the early 90s, late 80s, like 89, and um. Kurt Angle had already garnered enough respect from Chris Benoit or whoever to be calling the match throughout, which I think is amazing.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous um, and well-deserved. Good, good choice in the number five. By the way, everyone, um, a lot of these matches we've probably spoken about previously in other episodes because we have a tendency to not watch any of other wrestling except ten matches. <laughs> so, I've
0: only ever seen five matches.
2: Yeah, it's amazing that he's kept it going for this long. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, so a couple of these we're just going to fly, fly through because we've got a lot to get to. But my number five, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on this podcast.
4: Settle Okay, down. go.
2: Um, it comes from the lovely area of Chicago, 2011, Money in the Bank, CM Punk versus John Cena.
0: Ah, good choice. Thank you. Um, that is... I, I like the match. Um, I prefer... Um the story around the match, that's what made it a great match. Yeah, if uh, that match had just happened, it's quite average, yeah. I think. So do they, you know what I mean?
2: They've had better ma they had a match on Raw, which was fantastic. It was when Cena was popping out like Hurricane Runners and CM Punk was doing Pile Drivers. That's a great match. But when you Oh
0: god, yeah, when Cena tried that Hurricane Rana and it just looked like he power bombed himself. <laughs>
2: Absolute train wreck. But this match with story and everything involved, um, I, I was working at Real Burger where you, me mean you used to work back in 2011. And yeah, man. I was glory st- days. Glory days. There's nothing's been better since. And I was staying at my friend's Tom's house because I was homeless and couch surfing at the time, which was fun. So I went back to his and after Real Burger, you're really wired and you're like, yeah, man, I just want to live life. Um, so I put on some wrestling. It was just on Sky Sports and it was Money in the Bank. And I hadn't watched wrestling for a good six months up until this point. I, I watched the Pipe Bomb on YouTube, but like to sit for an actual pay-per-view hadn't in ages. So I sit down to watch this. And this main event, when CM Punk comes out in Chicago, is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in wrestling. That reaction yeah. is unbelievable. There's been better booze for John Cena. Mainly ECW One Night Stand is my favorite. But overall pop and reaction, which always gets my giblets tingling, CM Punk all the way. And I just think it's such an entertaining match. And the, the way they're kind of swerving it all. The match is really fun as well. Especially when Punk does the knee to Cena's face and he properly smacks him in the face. Mm. And it, his face jiggles. But, but the ending... <laughs> With uh, John Laurinaitis and Vince McMahon coming down, and they're going to do a screw job finish, because the premise of this is CM Punk's contract expired at midnight, and he wasn't going to re-sign; he was going to leave the WE forever, and that was almost factual for a, a long period up until this point. I think he signed what the day before. The next, it was day?
0: yeah, it was a it was a couple of days before. It wasn't like he says in his DVD documentary he signed it that day, which is like absolute bollocks. Yeah, it really was true. a couple of days before.
2: Yeah, and um, it just added to it. It was fantastic, because you genuinely believed that CM Punk was leaving. And in your head, you go, well, he's not going to win the title then, because he's leaving the company. So when McMahon and Laurinaitis come down, and John Cena, full-on linebacker, tackles Laurinaitis with that punch, and Laurinaitis goes down like a sack of shit, because he's
0: John Laurinaitis. (laughs) I'm John Laurinaitis. Don't try
3: and
2: do
0: impressions.
2: (laughs) We'll be getting to our oppression ward later. Um, <laughs> we will. And so, and then Mr. McMahon goes to ring the bell, and no one rings the bell. Punk hits the go-to-sleep, one, two, three. Punk is champion. He exits through the Chicago crowd, who are going fucking nuts. And um, the famous image of him just kissing McMahon goodbye, or WE goodbye, sounds less gay, doesn't it? <laughs> Kissing your W. You'll, you'll
0: never sound less <laughs> gay.
2: As he climbs the barricade and celebrates the fans and he just disappears out the back. I thought it was one of the best endings to a pay-per-view. And it's one of the most entertaining matches. I absolutely love this match. It's one I go back to and show people again and again.
0: I agree. It's one of those matches that I don't I don't actually watch the match all that much. I just watch the um, the pre-package thing and the entrances. And then I just turn it off. Like I've got my kick from watching the CM Punk come out in Chicago. That's all I need. Oh, that
2: pre-package as well. Because this was pipe bomb era. This is what brought a lot of people. Oh, back I got to everybody's wrestling.
0: attention now. Yeah, it's brilliant.
2: Times up. This brought a lot of people back to wrestling who had fallen out of love with
0: it. This really. It was mad. Reinvigorated. Punk was like, Punk was on like the front of GQ magazine and shit like that after the pipe bomb. Yeah, it was. Wrestling became like mainstream and cool for a bit. Yeah. Then it didn't. <laughs> then
2: it went, away. <laughs> it went away again. But yeah, absolutely fantastic match.
0: And uh... did you know, by the way, a um, quick little story around all this because I'm good at this shit, and I see I am useful for some of it. You are, mate. Um, if you j- just like to um talk about how carny WWE are um around this time. So um after um Punk had fucked off with the title after this event, after Money in the Bank, he was still working house shows with WWE. And um, what they officially said was, you know, it's obviously all part of the work, but they said, oh, yes, his contract has run out, so he's not allowed on telly anymore, but he still has to fulfill these final house show dates that are in his contract or something. And um, during, uh, during one of the house shows, um, some fan heckled CM Punk and CM Punk called him a faggot. And um, because of that, obviously, People kicked off, you know, glad and people like that because it's a homophobic slow and it's not on. And um, WWE's official statement on the matter was was that um, CM Punk is not an official employee of WWE and we're not responsible for what he says, so we can't punish him. But the whole thing was a work. He absolutely was an employee of WWE at the time. And that, isn't that
2: proper, Carney? That's very Carney. You know, yeah, I right. No that actually happened.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. you got to love him for... That's my little that story. Then. Yeah, no, yeah, fair play. I mean, um, yeah, it's not a nice word to say, but um, yeah, happy days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good times. Um, so, yeah, loved that match and your Kurt Angle-Chris Benoit match. A, a good match as well, Jesse. Well done. Um,
0: Thank you very so
2: much. that's our number five now we get into the crux of the matter of the award survey. Now we only ask five questions, which works out perfectly with the five top five that we're doing. It's like I planned this stuff or something.
0: Because we're called got till five, we do fives. Oh yeah, where can people find us, Jesse, if
2: they're new to the podcast?
0: Gottofive Loving it. This is a real bad. This is a bad first episode to listen to if you're new to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, because we're just like <laughs> we're just having the two man circle jerk.
2: <laughs> this is the uh, <laughs> kickoff of year two, so. Yeah, it's because really, if you listen to our first episode, it's terrible.
0: I, I've never gone back to listen to it, and I never want to.
2: No. Well, whenever I tell people about our podcast, they're like, oh, I'll give it a listen and stuff. And I see them the next day, and they're like, yeah, I listened to your podcast. I checked out the first episode. And I was like, no. Yeah, don't I do that. that. Just, yeah, just drop in the middle somewhere, please. And they're really sweet. And they're like, no, it's good. You had good production. You had, like, an intro. It was really cute. It was cute.
0: <laughs> it was cute. Cute. Was cute. You guys are yeah, cute. Cute, You." I'll cute you without the E. Yeah. Um. That was so emo it hurt.
2: <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, so our first award that we did, so the first question was, favourite non-wrestler guest? Now we've had four <laughs> over the year. Um, Steve Fingerstiles from Da Podcast, he was our, he was probably like, We've got to give Steve a lot of props that he did help us out quite a bit in the beginning. We've now surpassed him in every way possible.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's so, he's not worth the shit on our shoe now, is he? <laughs> but back then um he was very integral to getting certainly um across the sea getting people not in England like Canadians and Americans to listen to us which was really really appreciated exactly you know we we joke we and joke. now and now there's there's a whole generation of Canadians and Americans that now know who Bruce Forsyth is because of us. exactly
2: oh yeah I was on a Canadian podcast YouTube show the other day that should be coming out in the next couple of days um his name is oh yeah plug it uh fuck what's his name Eric Holes
0: yeah. Oh. It was obviously a very um, uh, important occasion for you. Yeah.
2: Uh, what was his name? Eric Holtz. Taz Holtz. Hull. Taz Hull's Tubecast. yeah So, I know, right?
0: That sounds disgusting.
2: <laughs> so he's Canadian, and I appeared on his uh, podcasting YouTube show while he played Spider-Man, and I talked about Got Till Five and Wrestling. Check Twitter for the link to that when it's um, around sometime. He was playing Spider-Man whilst talking to well, you. Well, yeah, it's like, you know those gamers? They, like, stream games they're playing, and then they interview people what the kids That's do. That's rude. I thought so too, but...
3: Yeah, it's rude. It's
2: not even a multiplayer game. No. Well, I didn't get to play the game or see the game. I, he just told me he was playing Spider-Man. <laughs> That's,
0: so... <laughs> That's ridiculous. What
2: a stupid idea. It's so, so what all the kids are doing, Jesse. We are behind... Was those... Is he young?
0: How old's, how old's Taz? I don't think
2: he's young. Why do
0: you... leave it at that. <laughs> okay cool
2: That's so yeah we steve is a nomination we also had jim lee from attack jim lee um is the ring announcer for attack and he spoke for an hour and a half and a
0: founder co-founder, co-founder of the um of the promotion as well he spoke for
2: an hour and a half non-stop
0: he was a great guest i really liked having him on mainly because i secured it and it's the only like bit of real work i've ever done not not just in this podcast ever, I think. <laughs> <my> and... <laughs>
2: no, it's true. It was a fantastic interview. It went so long, we didn't even actually get time to do a top five.
0: No, you called it, we, it was a Schrodinger's Top 5, yes. wasn't it, that, that week? How clever. Was Which you? was very witty of Thank you. Thank you,
2: I do try. Um, next nomination is Calvin and Eric from a podcast about something. We did a simulcast with them where we did a... I'd
0: completely forgotten about yeah,
2: that. we did a, actually a good episode, I really enjoy it. We did a Top 5 Wrestlers and Movies, because they're not big wrestling fans, so we just did a Top 5 on movies that feature wrestlers. And our, oh yeah, and that was a waste of time, because I didn't know any of the fucking movies I chose. Well, that's true. I did actually mention in that um, Eric Tazhole, whatever it's called, uh, Santa's sleigh for you. <laughs> so
0: why do you keep? When,
2: why do you keep saying Eric? Where's Eric? No, Eric's such a Canadian name. <laughs> it pops into my head. Oh, it's because I'm reading Calvin and Eric from a podcast about something.
0: Ah, That's it is. and yeah.
2: the final nomination
0: was so yeah, Santa's Slay is the best wrestling film of all time by the way, anyone who hasn't seen it and Christmas is coming, kind of so uh, watch, watch Santa's Slay oh. Bill Goldberg
2: Um, and the final one was Josh Bevan from Riptide Wrestling I he's the promoter of Riptide great promotion here in the UK and I spoke to him before the Pride UK Riptide Championship Tournament whatever they branded it as and we had a nice little chat and he did a top 5 on his favourite Riptide moment so that was sweet
0: that's awesome, but I wasn't involved in that interview, so move she on! just doesn't give a shit.
2: Uh, so now we're no. going to find out if our guest is available and joining us here at the Got Till 5 compound. We're a compound now, apparently. We're a compound? Yeah, we're a compound. I thought that's we were like... a
0: Milky Way universe. Oh no, that's that's our listeners, isn't it? They're part yeah. of the Milky Way universe. Okay, sorry, carry on. And
2: we're we're a compound in the middle of it. So, favourite wrestler guest for the last year is the man who's given us everything, the man who supports us, the man who entertained you all. It's Steve Fingerstars from that podcast. And he's here in the and compound.
1: I am so happy that you acknowledge that your, your success is all because of me. We talked shit about you before you came on, so we did yeah congratulations steve we did make
0: a point of saying that you helped us get um canadian listeners and american listeners and we also went on to say that we have now surpassed you in every way
1: well you know what i like to see my creations flourish and do better than me isn't that what a good parent is though that, that that's is true. true are
0: you
2: are you
1: our, are you our podcast daddy <laughs> And thank you so much for this prestigious. Up. Uh, sorry. No. W- w- when I don't know something, I just transition to something else. I guess that's <laughs> something that went over my that's head. So don't no, to... no, no. G- give us
2: your thanks. Lay it on us. Give us your thanks.
1: Well, thank you. I, um, I, not to be mean on the other uh, guests as well that were on, but obviously I'm better than them. So thank you <laughs> for that. And, it's a fair um, point. Was I the only Canadian no- nominee?
2: uh we had americans
1: yeah you were the only canadian presenting my country proud
0: there you go you are the canadian podcast champion as far as i'm concerned
1: great so i should see the royalty checks in the mail is what you're telling me to
0: the oh, royalty yeah. checks are i have sent them by carrier pigeon they will be with you in a few years
1: hey i'll take it man because in a few years <laughs> i'll take it no worries
2: <laughs> and steve You're on Spotify right now. Welcome to Spotify.
1: You had to rub it in again, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) You just have to. If you want to hear,
0: if anyone wants to hear that podcast on Spotify, uh, you can't. But if you want to hear
1: Steve on Spotify, uh, listen to our show. Man. You're you're so lucky you gave me an award today or else, I don't know. I I, I might turn this into the
0: next gun. I don't. Well, we've, you know we've got an award off you as well we were your best guests last year so i feel like this is um this is the god smiling down on us and karma showing true
2: yeah i kind of want to point out, out to everyone because that when you mentioned that it does sound a bit rigged um this was a genuine <laughs> vote and <laughs> poll and steve was the winner by by a good margin now it was close between you and jim but you pulled away at the end There, what was the percentage oh god let me get the forms Do you up. know talk amongst yourselves Sorry.
0: So, Steve, um, plug yourself. Um, What have you got coming up on podcast?
1: Well, I have always guests. I have very many guests lined up for the next upcoming uh, geese. Um, See, speaking of not being able to speak, (laughs) you're an expert broadcaster and I admire you. Exactly. On upcoming weeks to come, I have special guests all lined up, so don't worry; it won't only be me by myself. I'll sprinkle in some bonus episodes as well, so stay tuned for that. And obviously, follow myself on Instagram, Twitter, Fingastyles, F I N G A S T Y L Z, and the podcast itself on Twitter, the podcast DAP. And obviously, I tune go. in SoundCloud, Podbros Network, and not Spotify. <laughs>
2: One day soon. One day soon. Uh Steve got forty two percent of the votes. Uh Jim Lee was close behind with thirty nine percent.
0: Oh you snaked it just the way I like it. Yeah, nicely done.
2: Nailed it. Um so yeah, Steve, you you've helped us out tremendously and, and we're forever grateful so we're happy that you your favorite guest of the year and I'm glad the listeners enjoy you as well um so no doubt we'll be having you on again how's your you've been doing like the summer of um comedians right did that go according to plan any life you know lessons you've learned
1: it superseded everything I thought it was going to be because just obviously the contacts you get from interacting with these type of people and how gracious and thankful they are as well for me helping them out and i thought they were more helping me out but it's just weird i just find that comedians are the easiest people to get along with because they don't take anything seriously right so it, it, it was a blast well yeah awesome
2: and find anything funny aren't they we should get there's no like wrestler comedians
0: uh there's wrestlers that do comedy but yeah. that's um th- that's yeah. a different kettle of fish if william regal does a sort of stand-up show yeah right yeah it's awful regal does a good stand-up show um king kong bundy who is our sort of mascot of the show um his wikipedia page says that he is a stand-up comedian i don't know how true that is but it'll be worth checking out
1: that's cool yeah for sure i
2: I don't know what his kind of comedy would be but i'm sure we'll check it out if he ever acknowledges us our existence
1: (laughs) yeah he doesn't you never know
2: You never know. And have you got many plans coming up for the rest of the year, Steve? Where's that podcast
1: going in the future? Absolutely nowhere. Cool. (laughs) Where it is now is it's probably permanent home for a little bit. I do plan on doing some special stuff in the new year. But right now, since I am literally booked up the rest of the year with guests, makes no sense to changing stuff up. People are used to the format. People like it. So... I'll sprinkle a little change next year because then I'll be entering my second or third year of this thing. I don't even remember anymore. Well, whatever. I think entering. No, I'll be entering my third year, yeah, because I'm going to do my two-year anniversary soon. So, you know, special stuff and my 100th episode is going to be in the, right at the new year. So maybe that's when I'll make some changes. We'll see.
2: We'll nice. see. I like because oh, you mentioned you've got a couple of guests booked now, and I just want to make sure that we've still got our slot for doing a top four pay-per-views of the year. Oh, I are bumping us for
1: Survivor Series. No, 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 no. That's a special bonus episode, my friend. You guys get your own day slot everything. You're like Saturday Night's Main Event. You just pop up every once in a while. Oh, no.
2: Are we like the original Saturday Night Main Event or the rebooted <laughs> no, Saturday Night Main Event?
1: No, no, the original
0: Saturday Night's Main Event. Okay. This is, like, this is like when you get the simple kid at school and go, you're so good at making cups of tea. No one's better at making cups of tea than you. Go on, go and make everyone a cup of tea
2: because no one else will do it that's us <laughs> well there you go
1: hey, there's a job for everyone out there. you just got to be happy with what you
2: do we've got a lot in life we'll take it we'll take it um steve unless you've got anything else to plug you are our official favorite non-wrestler guest of the year maybe get some spandex this year and you could take two categories next year you could be favorite wrestler and favorite non-wrestler
1: I seriously doubt that. Uh, no, I don't think... You don't want to see me in spandex. That's not a very nice sight. Just think of Bobby Heenan, but less in shape. Oh, God. <laughs> well, how he is now, because that's not good, mate. Oh, that's true. But we shall... <laughs> so, okay. Without ruining anything else, because I don't know where I'm placed on your show, because obviously I can't listen to it until it actually airs, that means I didn't win anything else, did I? I'm not going to be a two-time, two-time champ, am I?
2: You are not a two-time champ. I know what you're angling for favorite match, but you, you did not win on that category, my friend.
1: My, my Canadians did not come through, did they? They did ah.
2: not. And Richie um, might not have won Best Impression.
1: Oh, I don't care if I give a fuck about him, so don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how Richie slid into our nominations at all, quite frankly.
2: I that was one of slid- the best Hulk Hogan impressions.
1: Well, he probably slid into your DMs and pages guys off, that's probably why. That's true, yeah, you haven't told me about
2: that, Max. I'm living rich right now, boy.
0: <laughs> living richy.
2: <laughs> living that Richie life. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Steve, you've done your plug. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? Any life advice for any future podcasters, small children, you know, whatever you want to do?
1: My advice to all future podcasters out there right now, like, honestly, if you're listening and you're thinking of and you're on the fence of doing it, don't fucking do it. There's enough of us. Let, let the us keep doing it. We, we know. <laughs> exactly right. yes up. i
0: completely agree true words have never been spoken on this show
1: <laughs> perfect all right guys I'll, I, unless you have me on first i'll see you survivor series week if not we'll see you on the interwebs looking forward Brilliant. to it, man. And, th- and genuinely steve thanks
0: again for everything you've done for us the last year you've been absolutely amazing
1: no and all honestly to no thank you uh, it's been scratch my back scratch yours we've been helping each other so i can't take all the credit so thank you as well guys
0: Bless you.
2: Bless you, sir. Bye. And that was our Steve from Da Podcast. Make sure you check him out on all of the links that he told you about. It's Da Podcast about D-A. Uh, yeah, we love Steve. We were just saying that he's kind of... a. Uh, we've formed a friendship. There's yeah. a real friendship there.
0: It's nice. And you know what? I still don't know what the man looks like. I've never seen a photo of him. But um, we... Uh, yeah, we formed a close bond, I think. We're po- po- Podden family, you might say.
2: Ah, oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. so that was our first award, and it went to Steve. Well wow, deserved, of course. He'd be favourite non-Russell guest, and thank you all for voting in it. But let's continue this top five journey that we're on, Jesse Benz. Can I just and, say? I don't uh, think I've ever
0: told. Um, I don't think I've ever told Steve this, but um, and but he'll listen to this show, so he'll hear it now. Um the first time that Steve was on our show or well, we were on his um, I think we were on his first, weren't we? Um my yeah. m- my mother listened to it and she completely fell in love with Steve's voice and thinks he's got the loveliest laugh she's ever heard. Ah. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Yeah, so there you go Steve, that's uh, that's what my mother thought of you the first time she heard you.
2: <laughs> she was the one voting. <laughs>
0: yeah, Probably she's just been spamming clicks.
2: We need to hear that laugh.
0: <laughs> one more time. <laughs>
2: You mother doesn't sound like that. She's much more rough.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> rough in a good way. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, rough around the edges. Okay, let's move on. This episode's going to last forever. Um, so, yes, it is. Um, Fourth okay. favorite
2: match of all time.
0: Fourth. We've been doing this for what are we? Forty-five minutes in, and we're on. Number, we're on number four. Fantastic.
2: We've been giving them gold though, Jesse.
0: Yeah, that's true. This one, I'll actually be a bit annoyed if it's not on your top five. Are you ready? Yeah. It is. Um, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25.
2: It's actually not on my list.
0: Right, this is the greatest... Um, I have never enjoyed watching a wrestling match more. And I shared it like li- live as it happened. And I shared it with you that moment. We watched it in you the did, cellar of my old house. You did, you did.
2: And I, I've prepared a defence in my defence, because and, I knew this would come up. Right. So, like... I love that moment. That's one of my most... Chari- when you die soon, I'll be <laughs> telling that story at your funeral. And it, there won't be a dry eye in the house, my friend. But a lot of my matches are replayability. Nearly every one of my matches is replayability. That doesn't have the same replayability as my other four matches.
0: Okay. Um, replayability. Okay, fine. Fuck okay. you. No, fine. Whatever. Um, just run run, run off to your horse. Um, hbk undertaker um you're you're right i think and that's because i think i've talked about it before on the show it's because everyone kicks out of everyone's finishes nowadays but when this match happened that wasn't the trend so when it was happening it was like fuck this is awesome (laughs) but um replayability isn't an issue for me when i think of my favorite matches of all time that's not it's there's more factors to that and the factor of this is how pumped you and me were at what must have been between three and four in the morning if we were watching it live, and yeah. we were just so full of energy and ah, it was just brilliant you You punched the ceiling when undertaker won um unintentionally because it was a low ceiling, uh which was really funny because you really hurt your hand and really did, <laughs> and dead like literally dented the ceiling of that cellar.
2: And there's two dents in that ceiling. One was from my bass guitar and the other one's from my fist. That's right. Punk rock.
0: They're probably still there. Um, I haven't lived in that house for um, Jesus. Um, About eight years at this point. No longer than that. Ten years. Ten years since I've lived in that house. Yeah. Ten years since I lived in that house. And um, I bet those um, holes are still there. Um, But uh, yeah. So I just think this match was fantastic. It's It's on many people's top five favorite matches of all time lists. And... But the extra layer of watching it with you and just the feeling I got, um, definitely cements it in my top five. That's
2: like the sweetest thing you've ever said. I'm all warm and gushy inside now.
0: Oh, thanks. You're still a cunt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't be fucked to beat these cunts out. We're explicit now. It doesn't matter. Hey, you so, guys know what you're in for.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was funny when you were bleeping them before, though. For some reason, the beep makes them funnier. But, um, it does, doesn't it? By the way, you said that this is like, so this is our second year. Is this episode our first year season finale or is this the season opener?
2: This is technically the season opener because our actual one year anniversary was when me and Jesse did like a Twitch stream uh, playing 2K18. That was on the 14th of September. That's the official year date. The reason it doesn't match up is because we were originally a weekly podcast and we switched to bi weekly, so we're a week behind. Yes. where we go so technically this is the first episode of year two
0: okay cool so this is our premiere
2: yes good god it's just like the premiere of our first one (laughs) please don't listen to it
0: this is like inception right um (laughs) (laughs) cool go hit me with your four
2: okay my number four is the one i spoke to you about earlier that i was you don't want to be a douchey twat and pick kind of a newish match yeah but you do um and I debated about having this match in here, but the amount I've rewatched it and how invested I was in the storyline, it definitely deserves a spot. And I think it's going to be my favorite for a very, very long time. It's from last year. What is okay? it? It is the G1 climaxed Final, Kenny Omega versus Tetsu Naito. You love this match. I fucking bummed this match in the politically correct way. It's such a good match. Like, this was when I was starting to get into my love of Naito, and Naito is the wrestler at the moment that makes me feel like a kid, and I'm, like, fully, mark-out, invested in a wrestler. And that hasn't happened since I didn't have pubic hair. So, (laughs) to have a wrestler that I really like as much as Naito, and the story going into this of um, the G1 final, he'd get a shot at the Dome, um, it, it was huge. And... It was such a great match. And I knew that I wasn't in trouble because he wasn't wearing a cape when he comes out. He's just in his red suit. No capes in sight.
0: But that's okay? it, but if The Incredibles has taught us anything, Max, it's that you should never have a cape.
2: That's what I mean. He was fine. He wasn't wearing a cape. Remember oh, no, when thought came out sorry. in a cape?
0: Right. Sorry. I beg your pardon. I thought you were saying that you, you knew that it was bad times because he came out capeless.
2: No, no, we, we were fine, because Russell Kingdom, he came out in a cape, and I went, well, that's fucked, that's <laughs> capes. and he did, and he did, um, so their match the year previous, it was the year previous, wasn't it, when Kenny won, yes, yeah, great match, um, but it was very much work the knee join, Kenny come back, win the match, it's a great match, don't get me wrong, but this match is just so much better. They do the what they did the year before, where they do the fake out lockups, and then Kenny does NATO's Eye thing, which is a little bit racist, but it's fine. <laughs> and um, it's just exhausting. It's just back and forth all the way. I was exhausted by the end of it. I don't know how they felt, and just some horrible spots in it. Uh, just to remind you of a few, do you remember the power driver on the table, and they fell off the table.
0: Yes, and Japanese tables are a different level of stubborn.
2: It's probably why Kenny was like, fuck it, just do it on the floor. Staying <laughs> for the floor, it's much better. Um, there's a bit where Kenny's just Irish whipping him, uh, and he's meant to do like a Bret Hart buckle bump. But Naito just runs straight into the rope in the corner. There's no give there. He just runs straight into it. And I would say probably the best V-triggers in any match is in, in here. He nearly takes off Naito's head. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Omega was on another level in this match. Like Naito, obviously fantastic, and I'll get to that, but Omega was on an ungodly level. There's a bit where he gets him in an F5 position, pops him up into the one-winged angel position, lifts him over his head, catches him in a deadlift German, and then hits it with a bridge. Who does that? And that was like 30 minutes into the match.
0: It's mad. Well, that's the Japanese way as well, isn't it? You get your second wind around 30 minutes in and being dropped on your head uh just ceases to hurt you and you just get straight back up and no sell everything it's my favorite thing about japanese wrestling
2: yeah it's insane and when they're on the top rope and kenny kind of just i don't know if he trips but he just pulls naito's head into the ring
0: post yeah um Horrible. It's, uh, incredible um just quickly a side thing about japanese wrestling uh, i think i've mentioned this before but everyone likes to pretend that they love japanese wrestling because you know it's not It's not WWE, and it's got this cool sort of feel about it, and you're more sparky and hipster if you like Japanese wrestling. But I think if we're all a bit more honest with ourselves, we all like Japanese wrestling because we like watching people um, land on their heads and almost die, but not quite die.
2: Yeah, be honest with yourself, people.
0: If everyone's honest with themselves, they just like watching people get dunked on their heads, (laughs) I think.
2: (laughs) And that happens a lot in this match. Yes, it does. Uh, I was convinced Kenny was winning this. That's why I was so invested in this match. And then the amount of Destinos that Naito actually ends up hitting, and then the final one, Kenny does land right on his fucking head, right yeah. on the top of it, and gets the cut. And the pop of when he wins, the crowd are so invested in Naito to get to the to the Tokyo Dome, it is brilliant. And my favourite post match is when he gets the title and he threatens to throw it, and he's like, oh, "I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding." <laughs> It's meant to a place in my heart that day, Jesse, and it will forever be one of my favourite matches.
0: That's beautiful. Um, its um, I think you've justified it being in your top five of all time, um, despite only being a precious year and a bit old. Well done.
2: Right, I, I think it can live up to a test of time. That's our number four done. Now on to another award. Okay, we what's asked, this one? W- we asked people, what was your favourite episode on matches and pay-per-view? I split them up. So one topic was favourite episode on matches and pay-per-view. The other one was favourite wrestlers and managers. And there was a nice split, actually. We unintentionally split it right down the middle. Nice. So, uh, I'll read out the top three winners of this. Okay? Okay. So everyone's favourite episode on matches and pay-per-views. Do, do you want to hazard a guess? Do you have a favourite?
0: On matches and pay-per-views? Um mm. I I personally really enjoyed the top five Survivor Series matches episode.
2: Interesting, interesting. Well, two of them are from that series because we did a Survivor Series series, and oh, number yeah. one was top five NXT takeover matches.
0: Ah. That was the most
2: favorite episode of everyone. You smarky bastards.
0: Yeah. Ooh, NXT, so cool. It's all yellow. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Number
2: two was uh, top five Survivor Series matches, which is one of my favourite episodes as well.
0: Um, I like it. When you played those funny moments at the start of the show, the bit talking about William Regal doing his split-legged, receiving the split-legged tombstone um, is brilliant. I I I really enjoyed that moment.
2: Yep. And number three, it will haunt us to the day I die. This was our most popular episode for, like, three months it was our second ever episode top five no mercy matches no
0: mercy matches where i had um, stephanie mcmahon versus vince mcmahon in my top five no mercy matches
2: yep those that's everyone's third favorite um, why is
0: that such a popular episode like we were no awful back then
2: it was so popular even back then when i think even 10 episodes in i was like yep still the most popular episode that people have listened to i've and, never listened um, to it back Well, I'm going to play you a little clip from... uh, So this was our original intro when we used to be called The Five Count. And it's the most depressed entrance to a podcast. The most (laughs) formulaic, depressing intro to a podcast you can ever hear. Check this out.
1: The Five Count. I happen to love the number five. You have a high five. You've got a low (laughs) five. It's a beautiful number. A glorious number. The Five Count.
2: Good evening and welcome to the five count. You are at episode two. My name is Max Curtin and my beautiful co-host is the lovely
0: Jesse Benz. We're back. We've made it for a second week. Impressive, right? It's um, yeah. just so dep- I, sa- I sound gutted. I sound gutted that we've lasted a week. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh right, god, I'll, we're back. Why are we you man, can see the coming? future.
2: You're like, oh god, we're gonna have to do this for <laughs> a year. This is gonna be going on
0: forever. Every time I want to go out and have a drink, now I've got to stay in and scream into a microphone in a room on my own.
2: And the thing that went wrong with that episode. So the intro recorded. No, that depressing intro recorded fine. And me and Jesse went on to do the whole episode like that. Luckily, I think looking back on it, something happened with the recording. The minute we got to do any actual top five, the recording broke on Jesse's end, so we had to re-record our top fives the next day, like we hadn't ah. heard them before. So thank good, you, because you're a lot peppier when we get into the the next day when we re-record the top fives.
0: Oh, that's good. I probably just needed a little sleep. But <laughs> we're back.
2: Uh, it's, <laughs> It's so depressing. I love it. Uh so yeah, favourite match. Um if you're new to the podcast, everyone's favourite seem to be NXT takeover matches, top five Survivor Series matches, and top five No Mercy matches.
0: Interesting. And um, I so like I said, Survivor Series is probably my favourite. Um I I remember enjoy I think I enjoyed the NXT matches episode. I can't remember too much about it, but um yeah, I think it was good.
2: My favourites were, yeah, Survivor Series. Vince McMahon moments is always my favourite episode, without a doubt.
0: Oh, God, yeah, that was a great episode.
2: I think that's one of our best. And one of the Royal Rumble ones. I think we did Royal Rumble winners or matches. One of those is
0: up there. Yeah, definitely. By the way, everyone listening, if anyone listening has ever done this sort of thing, like if anyone podcasts or is broadcasting in any way, radio show, whatever, it's really weird when... All these episodes are stocked up after a year for us. And, like, I can't. Some of these um, episodes you're talking about, I'm trying to think of what we talked about or what we chose. And I have no idea. And sometimes I listen back to episodes and I have no recollection of us no. having the conversations that we're having on the show. It's very strange to listen to yourself and have no memory of what you're saying or doing. It's really weird.
2: Yeah, it, it's such a trip because I do the same. I go back and listen to some old episodes and I go. I don't remember any of this happening. No, Even like it's... life moment, we'll talk about the start of episode. What I did that week, I have no recollection of doing that.
0: No, it's weird. we're not ill, are we? This is a normal thing that everyone would go through if they were like. We're not actually old. I'm not
2: actually. I'm not actually recording. I've never uploaded an episode. You and me just get together. <laughs> this
0: cool. is like this is like some weird matrix simulation that you <laughs> has been set up for. us. We're so successful, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, third favourite
2: match of all time, please, Jesse Benz.
0: Oh, we're on that. Okay. Um, My third favourite match of all time is um, Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero. This is a match I don't think I've ever talked about on the podcast before. Um, In an ECW two out of three falls match. Excellent
2: choice. Love this match.
0: Yeah, but not in your top five?
2: Not in my top five of their best match they've ever had.
0: I agree. Um, this um, I think, which might explain a lot about why I loved Imolenco so much. This was would have been one of the first Imolenco matches I ever saw. Um, after I think I would have seen the odd one, odd WWE match, but very short, you know, matches on Heat or Raw or whatever, nothing special. Um, and then I would have gone back and found this, and I think I found it. I actually, do you remember Bearshare?
2: But yeah, I remember
0: Bearshare. Bearshare. So it was sort of like Napster. Um, Yeah, it
2: was like the cool underground one
0: Yeah, so I used to use BearShare And I downloaded this match And it Just because I was interested in Eddie Guerrero and I I think it was Eddie Guerrero I was more interested in Because he was obviously having the more successful career at the time And um, that didn't work out well for him And um, Found this match and it took um, So this would have been what, 2003 Internet I would have been doing this Um, It took about four days To download this match just left the computer on the whole time.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just so
0: downloading. 39 yeah, no, I, years. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, so, but I got it and watched it, and it blew my mind. So it was the first proper experience of ECW I'd ever seen, and um, it's the first time I properly seen what D Malenko could actually do. Um, Eddie Guerrero was obviously consistently fantastic. I already knew that, and just stunning match and it's their both of their final match in ecw as well they both signed for wcw yeah. and just the um the atmosphere around the match is amazing the fans all know it's their last match there's some really you know because the fans at ecw all the wrestlers knew them like the same people came to every show and they were just oh, there's vlad that tall guy with the glasses who's at every ecw show there's
2: loads there's of the kogan guy and there's yeah the guy yeah a hat they, and yeah
0: and so that sort of you see the rest, you know, Eddie and Dean sort of saying goodbye to those people specifically as they're walking out, it's just really sweet. But the actual quality of the match is absolutely stunning. It was the first time I'd seen some uh, outside of WWE or WCW summit, you know, a bit more underground. And um, as a 13 year old waiting four days patiently for that uh, match to download, it was just worth it. And really opened my eyes to a whole different world of wrestling that I still love today
2: ecw was magical it was like so hard to get but once you got because i remember adam had like uh he found like vhs's of um ecw and we used to watch it in his caravan it's like finding porn in the woods ecw <laughs> so, so difficult we'll just have
0: it yeah so difficult yeah. um yeah. I, f- I found uh, i thought i must have told you this story before me and my friend found um, a granny porn magazine in um the woods once and um my mate looked at the magazine and saw all the old grannies in it. He went, oh, look at the girls in this. This magazine must have been here for ages. <laughs> <laughs> That's good child logic. Um, but, uh, but yeah, ECW, my only knowledge of ECW before downloading, painfully downloading this match, was um, Beyond the Map, the mention of it in Beyond the Map. So yes. I knew what it was because of that documentary, but that was it. So as you say, I had this mythical quality just being sort of in this documentary a bit, but never actually showing any proper matches.
2: And ECW was cool to watch. It was like nothing else you'd seen before, especially when you're a kid. It was the crowd were hot. The video wasn't great and it was just so grungy and dirty. It just because it was always as a kid, you couldn't watch South Park and you couldn't watch ECW. Those were like the two banned things you couldn't watch. Yeah. So of course, those were the things we watched. Obviously. And I'll love ECW for that forever. And yeah. that match, it's unbelievable. It's on YouTube. If You don't have to wait four days to get it if you want to watch <laughs> it. it. might even be on the network, I don't know. But go and check it out on YouTube. It's absolutely fantastic.
0: It is on the network. It's um, Where is it? It's in a specific collection on the network. I remember seeing it. Um, I think... What was it? Oh, no, it wasn't a proper collection. They don't do it anymore. When the network first started, they used to email um, all the subscribers with like a wrestler's top picks and it wouldn't be yeah. a collection on the network it would just be an email you'd get in your inbox and it would just say here's daniel bryan's top five matches and here's where to find them and i noticed that daniel bryan had picked this match as one of his top fives um just in this email which i thought was quite cool as well
2: well they've started doing I get where they started and they've stopped now um where sasha picked her top five matches and i loved watching it she picked some great matches on, that was on good Little list do more network. i want yeah, I want more people doing it.
0: No, no consistency with the network. That's my biggest gripe with it. They need to turn it into like a proper TV channel. When you're watching it, when you're just watching the stream as it goes, you want the same show the same time every week and stuff like that. Just have some consistency.
2: Yeah, because they've moved around like two or five and all of that stuff now—it's it's all confusing. over the place. And
0: like you said, they just do one or two episodes of a new series of something, and then just drop it. It's, it's stupid And they
2: leave it up, which annoys me. They yeah. leave up the little thumbnail, so you click on it, checking—never happens. No, but idiots carmies. As of recording, new season of Total Divas is on there, my friend. Ah, um,
0: I'm so ready for that. Um, I need to see Paige in motion some more.
2: Jesse has. We will not get into that. Let's let's move on. My. For, t- 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 no.
0: It's not. It's no, not creepy. It's not no. creepy. You're allowed to be attracted no. to people, and I'm attracted to you, Paige. That's that's just. It's just one of those things.
2: Yeah, that's as far as you take it.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Uh, my third favorite match also features Eddie Guerrero, and I'll talk about this match very quickly because you can go back and listen to seven episodes where I mentioned this match. Vengeance 2003, Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero for the U.S. title, first championship end of tournament. It's good.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, lovely choice uh, this match holds a very 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 dear place in my heart as you know it's
2: it's one of those as I've said before this is a match I like to show people which by the way is the top five we'll be doing in the coming weeks um, which will be interested to hear what you guys think uh, top five matches to show non-wrestling fans yes so it's going to be a, an intriguing one that one
0: and we're um, going to do it are we going to do that at some point we've I can't remember if we've talked about it on air or not but we're both going to find someone, like a person, each a friend who is a non-wrestling fan. Basically, show them matches and five matches, and then uh, we'll record their immediate reactions to those matches and play them on the show.
2: It, yeah, I think we could probably we should intertwine it with this one. So uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun social experiment we're going to undertake.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun, and we we are, I I certainly have a friend who's um, who's suitably fun. I think she'll be great for this show.
2: Awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll tease that in the coming weeks. We're, we're going to put effort in the second year, even though, judging by your votes, you don't really give a shit when we put effort. <laughs> hey,
0: well, I, I don't like this royal we that suddenly um, can start to come out of your mouth
2: as well. We're <laughs> a couple, Jesse. We do this together. But Chris <laughs> God, White, I love you. It was for, I love you too. It was for the US title. Uh, newly introduced, fantastic title. It uh, was very prestigious at the time. And... What makes this match so great is it shows off Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero's technical ability, which we've talked about to death. You know how good a wrestler they are. Um, and they they wrestle at the start and they have a good wrestling match. But then it halfway through it turns into entertainment with Eddie trying to cheat to win. And then there's interference. But it still it doesn't cheapen the match in any way. In fact, it, it makes it. It builds on layers from going from solid wrestling to funny stories to interference and I, I just can't get enough of this match i show it way too much to people
0: it's great it's um as you say it shows both their technical wrestling abilities but eddie really is the star of this match he shows just he just shines through with his personality and the light cheat, and steel stuff he just nails it so well one of the best best he's ever done of it um just really really good and when you watch like early guerrero from wcw and stuff and how shy he was on camera and things like that like he just and then watch this. It's just incredible. He's just got so much charisma.
2: Had. Yeah. Mike Kyoda. Mike <laughs> <gets>, Daddy. Mike <laughs> Kyoda gets his ass kicked in this match, the referee. My yeah, favourite bit is um, Benoit's going up for the his diving headbutt, which has no relation to any future events. And Eddie's holding on <laughs> to the title. And um, Kyoda. I always want to say Shinoda. You do, Mike Shinoda. Kiyod- that, yeah. Fuck, it kills me every time. It doesn't even matter how hard
0: you try. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kyodo's trying to get the bout away from Eddie, and he's like, he's been beaten up at this point, so he's crawling along the mat. He's like,
0: bout, get the bout.
2: And he's crawling over to Eddie to grab the bout, and then Eddie just grabs him by the head, perfect timing, pulls him in front of the diving headbutt, and then he takes the headbutt to the back of the shoulder blades and gets his ass kicked even more. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's an uh, absolutely fantastic match. New lis- old listeners... You know why I like this match, uh, so go watch it again, new listeners. It's brilliant.
0: Do. It's not chaptered on the... Oh, no, they, they, they have started chaptering um, Benoit matches on the network now, have you noticed?
2: No, um, I haven't.
0: Yeah, they're, they're all chaptered now, but it just... So, say this match, for example, if you go to the chapter it would just say Eddie Guerrero competes for the US title. Right, That's all yeah. the chapter would say. But it's quite good that they're all chaptered now, so you don't have to like rewind and fast forward like a VCR just to find your Benoit matches.
2: Well, this, is, well, this match is very easy because it's the Vengeance 2003 pay-per-view and it's the opening match. So watch the video package and there's the match.
0: There you go. Perfect. There you go.
2: Next award was uh, just a silly one I peppered in. Just a silly one that we threw in there, just for a bit of... Bants and lols, as the just kids for say. Just a bit
0: of fun, just to break bit up the fun. monotony.
2: I haven't even reached out to the winner. I'll let them know over over Twitter because uh, I doubt they'd come on for such a for such a meaningless award. So I, I, I don't even know what this is. So we did top five, not top five. Fuck, it's just in my head constantly. <laughs> so there's been a few impressions over the year in oh. terms of uh, what we've been talking about. The most famous ones come from Jesse Benz doing a mean Stone Cold Steve Austin. Thank and you, And there's a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you go back and listen to episodes. We were on that podcast, and Steve's drunk friend, Richie, was sitting in the corner, and Steve threw him under the bus and was like, Richie hates wrestling. And just, Richie comes out with the best Hulk Hogan impression I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Then we had Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper on for an episode, and Chuck Mambo is known very well for his Macho Man Randy Savage impression, and he knocked one out of the park. So, I've compiled the three impressions for you to hear now.
3: I grew up, alright, with whole Comedia, brother, and all that <laughs> other shit, brother. See
0: what I can do? Let me
3: snap into a Slim Jim yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's right, Russell. Fans. Yeah, this is the Macho Mambo, Randy Chuckers, and uh, you're listening to the Cocktail Plane Podcast. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about with DK Cooper and Chuck J- Mambo and Jesse the Body, Steve Austin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't gonna hear Stone Cold say this an awful lot, but I love the shit out of you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just perfection from, from all three there. Um, and it was very close between Jesse and Chuck for the majority. Was it? But Chuck, Chuck Mambo, is our winner with fifty-three ah. percent of the votes. But you guys were like neck and neck throughout the whole thing, my friend.
0: Ah, oh, that's good. I, I, I think Chuck deserves to win because he's probably got more fans than me. But he needs um, it,
2: doesn't he? He's only he, won like a couple of titles.
0: Exactly. Yes. I mean, I'm happy to. Um, I'm happy to let him have this one.
2: Exactly, um, I love that interview that we did with uh, those two. It yeah, it's fantastic. nice, isn't it?
0: I've listened back to that, and yeah, it is good.
2: Uh, so he was our winner for best impression that we that we've ever done.
0: Well so done, well done, Bambo. We'll, we should we'll definitely you... reach. We won't get him on the show again, but we'll definitely um, like tweet him or something and just give him a heads up. I think
2: we'll give him a little award. He'll appreciate it. Um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to mention from our past was so what we used to do in the early episodes were forfeits. So we used to oh, predict yeah. on pay-per-view matches who would win, and we would also do star rating for Mautzer. And whoever lost had to do a forfeit put on by the other person. I lost a lot.
0: Well, this is it. Like I think we stopped doing the forfeits because they got out of hand really quickly.
2: So, so <laughs> these are the clips I'm going to play. So we ended up doing about five forfeits in the end. And the last one we did uh, involved us eating a Komodo dragon chili, which is like the third hottest chili in the world. And we just ate it raw, seeds and all. And, uh, Where can you go audio. from there?
0: Like, after that, if we carried on the forfeits, like, it would be butt stuff. That's the only place you could go from there.
2: And we weren't willing to do that. We, we didn't have that <laughs> kind of YouTube account. We'd need like some kind of porn account.
0: Exactly. That's, that's
2: what we would need, and we didn't want to go there. So I've pulled the audio from me and Jesse eating the chilies. Now, I'll play Jesse first. Jesse's task was to read an excerpt from a book. And his cockiness and arrogance at the start, it just makes the ending so much better. So here's Jesse.
0: <laughs> it was Eric eating... Bischoff's book, by the way, that I was reading. Eric Bischoff's
2: book. So here's Jesse taking the, uh, the chili forfeit of a Komodo dragon chili.
0: Hello. Um, this is my forfeit for the Got Till 5 wrestling podcast, as we're now called, apparently. Till, spelt wrong or right I think it's right you're so bitter Um, I uh, need to get a close up on the actual so that I'm not faking it Komodo Dragon Chili's handle with fucking gloves written there it's nice and I'm going to read a passage from Eric Bischoff's Controversy Creates Cash um, in an effort to tease one of my choices for the podcast coming up when we pick our favourite storylines so here we go Nitro revolutionized the pro wrestling business in many ways. It changed fucking hell. <laughs> Changing the target audience. <laughs> Changing the target audience. I like did realistic storylines. Creating more reality-based characters. Emphasizing <coughs> Oh god. Um, NWO we're good. So that's that's what you wrote.
2: No. It's, it's the lisp you develop that kills me every time. And, and the video's not much different. This. He um he just goes beat red. And I think it's Bobby's sadistic laugh in the background as well that also Right, uh,
0: that's a nice that's a nice cameo <clears throat> from Bobby there. That's the first time she's been on the show technically.
2: <laughs> it was horrendous. Now I'll, I'll play you my clip now and Jesse always enjoyed the song Mr. Ass, one of our other mascots, one of our top I'm three mascots. Man, yeah. I'm an Ass Man it's, by Billy It's one ben. of the greatest
0: songs ever written.
2: So he made me sing this while eating it. Now the problem with singing <laughs> in, the problem with singing is you have to breathe in a lot to sing. So every time I breathed in, I think I, I start off okay, but I get about four lines in. And it gets a bit graphic near the end of just, I'm not throwing up, it's just spitting. Just so you're aware. <laughs> but I want you to listen to the very end, just this last little bit. And just hear my desperate plea for help. (laughs) He's going to make me sing again. Billy Guns, Ass Man, all queued up, ready to go. Got my chilies right here, which I'm also looking forward to. I've also got my milk pre-opened, ready to go, because this is going to fucking suck. So I'm not allowed to, uh, to bite the chili until the song kicks in, so... I'm not gonna be able to talk after this, so let's get a chili underway. Uh, okay, here we go. If I win the next one, you are a dead man. I'm a
4: nice man. Yeah, I'm a
2: nice man. I'll to the one. I'll
4: Yeah. I'm going to kick him. <laughs> I'm an ass man. <laughs> uh, I'm an ass man. <laughs> I'm a kick
2: <it's> <laughs> I get the lot around <laughs> <man. laughs>
4: Oh. oh my god. Help. <laughs> Help.
0: I've
2: never experienced pain like that.
0: That's, it's my favorite clip of you and i will treasure it always i love it so much i love the full credit to you like you were clearly suffering quite early on but you still tried to sing like for quite a while God i just got you. the lyrics
2: wrong i didn't i couldn't see straight <laughs> it was horrendous so that, that's oh, a little uh, little warning to everyone never eat a komodo dragon chili and read a book or sing a song you're Never gonna have a bad time bad time uh so now on to our number two my before dear boy. we move on
0: can i be a real pain sorry um yes i need to run and grab the charger for the ipad so could we take a quick intermission
2: chuck in some mariachi i'm gonna go pee as well
0: all right cool back in a sec
2: love it We're back. It wouldn't be a got to a five episode without a bit of mariachi music break. There.
0: We, we need Wii and chargement for devices. Exactly. I sent you a picture of my setup, didn't I? Before we went on, on air.
2: Yeah, so Jesse's setup involves a uh, microphone plugged into an iPad. I sent him my setup, which includes like a mixer, recording, sound drops, <laughs> notepad, all of it. And he's just like, Yeah, got my Hot Wheels. Oh.
0: Yeah, I do have have some Hot Wheels, some Avengers-themed Hot Wheels um, behind me as well. But um, yeah, I'm DIY, I'm
2: punk, yo. That's what I set up. That's how you work. Uh, So we've got our number two coming up. After that, we're going to be doing our favourite, well, your vote on favourite episode on wrestlers and managers. And then we're going to have the the winner of uh, our final poll, which was favourite wrestler guest, which will be coming up after our number one. So stay tuned. We could be having an interview with anyone ranging from... Benji Banks, Chris Wolfe, TK Cooper, Chuck Mambo, Chris Ridgway, Gabriel Kidd. The options are open, but right now, Jesse, what? Hang team. on.
0: That means that the so I'm not part of the um, interview with our winning wrestler. No. So you're going to end this show just without me. Yeah. Fuck's that.
2: No, no. We'll say goodbye. I'll cut it in afterwards. It's called. It's called magic. Right. Okay don't worry all
0: right i just i just don't like just don't like the i just don't like the new direction
2: (laughs) just me uh what's your
0: number two match (laughs) my number two match um, i'm joining you on the smart train um this match is a fairly recent one um it is the main event of wrestle kingdom 11 it's kenny omega versus kazuchika okada
2: nothing wrong with that my friend nothing wrong with that
0: So of their incredible four matches they've had, um, this was the first one. And whilst it might not technically be the best of the bunch, because it was the first, it has a real special place in my heart. And the whole Omega Okada series uh, has caught my attention and love in like in a way like you were saying about how you got behind nato and you haven't done that with the wrestler since you were a kid that it was the same with the omega okada i was just so excited every time they got in the ring together and i was like just know this is going to be amazing but this first one um you know i we've been into new japan for a couple of years at this point but this is like when we all, all of us all of us and our mates were properly into new japan at the same time yes. this was the first wrestle kingdom that happened when we were all on the hype train and We were just so excited by the show and knew it was going to be great wrestling. And just the fact that the main event delivered and was, at the time, just, you know, well, still is, one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. Just, it was just perfect. It was just a perfect atmosphere. Again, the feeling I had watching it, I go back to as much as the replayability. And it was just amazing. And the spot always sticks in my head when Okada backdrops Omega out the ring through the table on the outside. Yes. And it's like, fuck me, just so... De- That's the sort of shit that you would take ages planning on the WE video games and fail a million times before you get it right. I never thought I'd see something like that happen in real life. It was just... It was insane. And it's just a stunning match. I genuinely believe that... Um, obviously, Omega is a world-class stunner, but Okada is quietly the best wrestler alive today I think I think he could just make anyone look amazing and if you're as good as Omega Okada's only going to lift you even higher which is why this they've got so much amazing chemistry together I just think Okada is this generation's Ric Flair of just you know making a broom look good the guy is incredible
2: yeah you're 100% right and I'm kind of (laughs) you
0: sounded all emotional
2: (laughs) fine speech fine speech um (laughs) That was uh oh fuck what's wrong with my voice?
0: you haven't had another chili, have you? <laughs> no, I'm
2: kidding. I'm going to kick him. I'm going to yeah. kick him. So we we didn't get to watch this Wrestle Kingdom together, and it makes me kind of sad. We watched the the first one we watched together was the year afterwards with uh, Naito and Akada. Great match by itself. Yeah, the
0: debut the debut <laughs> of Okada's long pants,
2: which you were not happy about. But not I feel happy like. About. If we'd watched this Wrestle Kingdom together, it would have been up there with the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania twenty five of huddling yeah. close to the TV and just being so in awe. Because watching it by myself, I was I was right there at the TV, just marking out like a little b boy, um, yeah,
0: like a little bitch is what you wanted to say, isn't
2: it? I did, but I've sworn a lot in this podcast. I'm going to turn it down <laughs> for the rest of it. Um, but it, yeah, I'm sad that we didn't get to watch that one together because it was it it changed wrestling. If you look back on it, it did change the the outlook of wrestling and to where we're at now. So many people now, they can bitch about WWE and oh, I'm not, not going to watch it again, I'm going to cancel my subscription. And it's fine. There's other stuff out there. And it's very apparent that there's other stuff out there. And it changed that tied to, oh, I just watched New Japan, which is a douchey thing to say, and I hate people who say it. But it's an option.
0: Absolutely. Completely agree. And it's, um, do you remember our friend Aaron, who actually went to this live,
2: yeah he uh hate him hate
0: that he did that
2: so we had a good so he came back he was in japan and not only did he he didn't go to japan just to watch wrestle kingdom by the way he rocked up on the day to the ticket office and went you got any tickets available and they went yeah (laughs) and he was on the floor
0: it's ridiculous he He had amazing seats
2: one of the best wrestle kingdoms one of the best wrestling shows of all time he just rocked up on the day and he spent what 20 quid was the ticket price he said? Wasn't even that, was it? Yeah,
0: something like that. It was it was ridiculous. So he came... uh, he did bring me back a gaido um bandana though, which I'm happy with.
2: And he bought me back a picture of Tanner, which I do appreciate.
0: <laughs> good sweep it is. <laughs> right.
2: Um but he made our life a living hell for the next go. We'd go to a wrestling show, we'd we'd hang out at the pub, and somehow some way, he'd loop it back to Yeah, this is great. Not as good as the time I went to the Tokyo Dome and saw Kenny Omega <laughs> and Kazuchika like, Fuck off Aaron
0: yeah it was a bit like I'm that I'm glad but... he's in Dubai he can yeah. stay there Yes, yeah, stay there I, I, but to be fair if I was there I would have been way worse than him
2: I oh god have, yeah so you and me would have been a bad. everyone all
0: the time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> strangers on the street exactly right so um, what's your number two
2: my number two <clears throat> is a very important match in my life dear Jesse and it was on Smackdown of all places Mm, I know what this is. 26th of September 2002, Edge versus Eddie, DeGre- Eddie Guerrero in a no DQ match.
0: Ooh, I didn't know what it was. I thought you were going to go for Brock Lesnar Kurt Angle in the 60-minute
2: Match. What a swerve, baby. Yeah. This was a disqualification match. No disqualification match, I should say. And this is what kind of cemented my love of Edge. So the first time I saw Edge, who, by the way, new listeners, is my favorite wrestler of all time... Uh, you are
0: still the only person I've ever met who Edge is their favorite wrestler of all time,
2: and ah, oh, I don't know if that makes me happy or sad.
0: I know, I'm not sure either.
2: I don't know what it is. I think it was just when you tune in and you just gravitate to someone. Obviously, people are lucky and they tune in and watch Macho Man or Hulk Hogan or Child Killer. You know, Chris
0: Benoit, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, guess who I latched onto? That worked out well. Swings around
2: So, I I first saw Edge. <laughs> I swear c- where,
0: where Benoit finds his victim.
4: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Horrendous, Jesse. Horrendous. Sorry, sorry. So I first saw Edge. My my mum's cousin in America sent me over some tapes. Girls just starting to get into wrestling of um, WrestleMania 17, which is m- my first pay per view, as many people know. And then we got Sky, and you could watch Sky One on a Saturday. And I think I watched. So Eddie Guerrero and Edge had two matches: one Unforgiven, one at No Mercy. And then this was the blow-off match. This was to end the feud. So this was like, I kind of liked him up until this point, but this was when I was ready to go steady and give him my ring. This was this stage <laughs> of our relationship. Um, and it was just incredible. So the, the match itself was a free match on SmackDown as a no DQ match, which could have main evented any pay-per-view and was for no titles. It was just 17 minutes. Let's go mental. And everyone hated Eddie. Eddie was like the best heel he's been at this point. Where everyone was just like, boo, you suck. You know, a couple of racist chants thrown in there, but it was all in good fun. And obviously. Obviously. And there's even spots where like Edge gets out a ladder and Eddie ducks and the ref takes a bump. Um, referee Mike Sparks takes a ladder to the face. That's not necessary.
0: Fair playing. Always necessary, Mike. Not
2: in an ODQ match. Uh, Eddie does a helo when Edge is sandwiched between two ladders. And then halfway oh, yeah, through the that. match, the crowd start getting back into Eddie. Um, oh, quick thing about the start of the match, there is a woman being murdered in the crowd. Go back and listen to the match, there is a woman screaming in pure terror for a good thirty <laughs> seconds. Nobody pays attention to it. at all.
0: Well there's there's some world class wrestling happening. We don't care about rape or murder.
2: <laughs> no one cared. Anyway, halfway through the match the crowd start getting really into Eddie and start like, Eddie, Eddie Whereas five minutes ago it's like Eddie, you suck, I hate you, I want you to die. But they love him because he does like a sunset flip. <laughs> Why are they all Mexican? I don't know. It's It was in San Diego. It was in <laughs> San Diego. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Fine. So we did a sunset flip powerbomb off the top of the ladder, crowder into it. Yep. And the edu- the finish of the match is horrible because there's a ladder set up and Edge goes for an execution off the top of the ladder. His finisher, you know, the kind of sit out flat DDT. And it looks like Eddie thinks it's a suplex because he hooks his arm around Edge like he's going for a suplex and they jump off and Edge just drills Eddie into the mat. But it looks mm-hmm. like Eddie was trying to get himself over for the suplex and Edge was like, "No, nope. boom. And <laughs> Eddie cuts himself open and there is a lot of blood. He he bleeds. And then after the match... He was good at bleeding, wasn't he, Eddie? He was great at bleeding. Um, judgment Day. JBL. Good God. Judgment
0: Day 2004. Horrendous. <gasps> Worst blood I've ever seen from wrestling.
2: Horrible. Um, so the match finishes. Edge wins the feud, which kind of Shows what they can go on to do in the future. Um, And the fact of how much of a heel Eddie was at the beginning, he stands up and everyone gives him a standing ovation. It is one of the best matches. It's what I say is one of the reasons why I continued watching wrestling from 2002 and one of the reasons I ended up loving it. I had it on VHS and I would just share it to everyone. I would just give it to everyone. I'd be like, watch this match, watch this match, watch this match. And then Rob King stole it and never gave it back.
0: What a bastard. He's um he's back he's not living in China anymore. He's back and living in Stroud. Guess who I'm so making you a visit to take him down and seek your revenge. Where's my tape? Yeah.
2: yeah. But yeah, it's back in it the country. Uh WE kindly last year uploaded it in its entirety onto YouTube. So if you type Eddie Guerrero Edge, SmackDown No match, it'll come up and you will see why it's the second best match I've ever seen in my life.
0: Very nice. That's interesting that Eddie Guerrero really shone in this match, um, as he did in the Eddie Dean match for me. Yet, yeah, I went for Dean and you went for Edge as, like, favourites. That's weird, isn't it? It is
2: a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Right, um, Never a war to give out. This is our one on favourite episode on wrestlers and managers. Ah! Mm. A lot of good ones in here. This is the one that's actually got Vince McMahon in it, but uh, people didn't vote for it bitches
0: it i love everyone if you haven't heard it go back and listen to our episode on top five instant man moments i love i i I have so much fun doing that show it was brilliant
2: and a lot of people say it's their favorite and talk to us about it
0: but well they're obviously not on twitter fucking
2: liars aren't they yeah so um can you think of any favorite episodes on wrestlers and managers we've done a couple of top five on certain ones and we've done
0: uh benoit was I loved the Benoit one. That was fun because I was actually um, slightly drunk when we did that episode because I'd been at the pub watching a um, World Cup England game uh, just before we started recording. So I was rather merry. (laughs) And um, and combined with doing my favourite wrestler of all time, his top five matches, but it's obviously a sensitive subject as well. So I figured... By getting drunk, I can tiptoe around <laughs> sensitivity,
2: <laughs> as you just did with um, the playground joke. I actually had to put. If you've read the notes, because all all our episodes have got a description by them. If you scroll down on like iTunes and stuff, you'll be, you'll see like really whimsical. This week, Max and Jesse talk about this, and like yeah, they put out a Twitter vote. This one just starts with disclaimer: Max and Jesse do not <laughs> condone the actions or support Christopher Michael Benoit. <laughs>
0: Amazing. <laughs> it's worth it's worth noting. It is. But he, um, yeah. But it's. Um, it was just a great show. I enjoyed that one. Um, Shawn Michaels is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I enjoyed that one as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, so they're they they're the ones that stick out in my mind.
2: So the three that won, the main one that won, was top five mid card wrestlers.
0: Ah, that's interesting.
2: And this is the one that uh, Primo from the. Primo: colon, whatever they're called, he he liked our tweet on this match.
0: He did, and he didn't he comment with a sort of round of applause. Yeah, emoji? he did. So this
2: was our uh, Which, uh, official WE one that got listened to. That's nice.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the some of the boys in the back uh, listening to old uh, Max and Uncle Jesse, and we
2: didn't mention Primo once. No,
0: no, we didn't. Not once. No, Not but. Once. No, but... We probably mentioned his mates or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, the second match, which I think is quite sweet, people voted top five favourite wrestlers of all time, which was our very first episode.
0: Ah, oh, that's, that's nice. They're obviously just doing that, like they they can't listen to it.
2: <laughs> Why not?
0: Because it's horrendous.
2: <laughs> well, clearly they they've. It's not bad. It. I feel the No Mercy ones <laughs> worse but oh, really? the favourite wrestler I will
0: go back. I will do it this week Um, on the bus, on my way to work. I will listen to our first ever episode and let you know what I think a year on.
2: Yeah, excellent. And the third one, this is what Steve was aiming for. Uh, The third one is top five Canadian versus British wrestlers, which is when we had Steve on as a guest. He did a top five Canadian wrestlers. Me and Jesse came up with a top five British wrestlers. And I, I do like oh, yeah. that episode.
0: That was a fun show. That was back when... Um, that was just as we were starting to get to know Steve a bit better, wasn't it? So we were sort of friendly, but um, we couldn't bully him like we do today. Yeah,
2: now, now it's just pure. Because it's always the thing that's like, does he understand the British humour of like, when we bully you, it means we love you dearly?
0: <laughs> I think he, I think he's grafted. He's cool. That's good, that's good. So
2: those were... I fucking, I fucking hope he, has. <laughs> <laughs> he hates me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those were... Our listeners' favourite episodes, top five mid-card wrestlers. Go and check that out if you've not heard it before. Now,
0: well, how lovely. We
2: fucking nailed this on time. I wasn't going to swear anymore. Damn it.
0: God Damn it, you prick.
2: <laughs> Shit ass. Um, we're at an hour and a half. We've kind Ooh, of the nailed drill. this, right? <laughs>
0: Can't be <a> drill. <laughs> That's what <we're> worrying. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> What's my deal with the drill? <laughs> Ah, hmm. no, I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. For later. Things could
2: happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Been putting up
0: pickies in my new house.
2: And you assembled. But be- so Jesse realized, um, which is a really worrying statistic. You moved out of. You moved out when you were like eighteen, and uh-huh. you're twenty eight now, twenty almost twenty nine. And he messaged Shut me. Shut up, twenty eight. He messaged me going. This is the first time I've had to put the bed together by myself. Normally, you're doing it.
0: You have put up my bed for me every time I've moved, I think, just because you've always been there. You've always <laughs> been here whenever I move and ready to put the bed up for me, which is nice. Um, but yeah, but I did it all on my Todd. Um, but I don't think it can withstand another. Um, it's, next time it gets put down, it's being put down forever because uh, there's some. Cracks started to appear in it from um, the way I drilled it in <sighs> this time round.
2: I knew I should have come up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just for the bed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Spend all that money on a train ticket. Oh, fuck, i do your bed. <laughs> I could probably get it up quick. Anyway, um, we're now oh, on much. to our favourite match of all time. We, we've nailed it on time, I think, with everything we fit in this episode. All we've got left to do is our episode of everyone's favourite wrestler, and we're home free. Oh, oh, wait! No, we're not. No, we're not. I tell a lie. Maybe
0: we're getting pro. No. Oh, what, what else? Have we we got, got the
2: Got Till Five Milky Way picks. We had to include them in this episode. Oh
0: God, it's going to take forever. We'll only
2: do a couple. Fuck them.
0: Okay.
2: Thanks for voting.
0: <laughs> no, we love you all dearly, and we'll read many of them. I'm sure. <laughs> um, What's
2: your number one? Fav- this is important, Jesse. What's your favorite match of all time?
0: I think. Anyone who's ever listened to this show knows exactly what my favourite match of all time is. And um, everyone knows damn well it is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit from the Royal Rumble 2003. Oh, this match, I know, I've talked about it so many times, so I won't um, I won't bore everyone again. But um, I I didn't know wrestling could be that good until I saw this match. It just caught my imagination, the drama of it. The athleticism, the technical ability, just everything about the match, just um, it's Shakespearean or like, I don't know how to describe it. It just watching it as an art form. Right when you take wrestling as an art form and you watch this match, for me, it's like this has got everything I've ever wanted from entertainment. There's just nothing more I want. I'm invested. I'm entertained. I care about the characters I understand that it's important. It's not... I mean, when you break it down, it's just two men pretending to fight. And the fact that the two people doing that can invoke so much emotion in me as a 13-year-old when I first watched it and as a 28-year-old now is just absolutely stunning. It's ridiculous. And I love this match more than anything.
2: More than anything? That cut deep?
0: More more than... Yeah, well, more than anything wrestling-wise, I meant. But I think I'd... um, With the exception of this drill I see before me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love this match very much.
2: Oh, beautiful. Um, My number one is not going to be a surprise to anyone who's listened to the podcast previously. And I just mentioned it in my number two. Uh, WrestleMania 17, TLC2, Edge and Christian versus the Hardys versus the Dudleys. Without this match, I would not be sitting here talking about wrestling today. I would not be remotely interested in it. Well, I might be, but not to the level I am. Um, But to a little 11-year-old watching men jump off ladders through tables and women getting hit by chairs and Spike Dudley's basically a midget going through a table.
0: It just... (laughs) You can't say midget anymore. Little person.
2: Um, It just evoked something in me that still lives to this day and it was such an important match in terms of just so the rest of the pay-per-view was good don't get me wrong I, I saw Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit and I went oh wrestling's interesting then this match happened I went oh wrestling's interesting I see mm-hmm. it was it, it can get violent and it can get entertaining and it it's just like it's nothing you can really see anywhere else that's the beauty of wrestling. It's, yeah, oh, it's fake. It's it, You know, it doesn't hurt. I'm sorry, watch this match and tell me it doesn't hurt.
0: Yeah, obviously. You idiot. And it. This match ticks all the boxes for the age we were when it happened as well, doesn't it? When you're 11 <laughs> years old, you just um, you won spot fests, really. You, you want to see real-life superheroes, and this match just takes that to the next yeah, level. Yeah, it?
2: you've got the most famous spot, Hardy, hanging from the... Um, Tag team title bouts and Edge spearing him from a 20 foot ladder, and JR doing the best yeah. call of his life. And also the camera flashes. I miss camera flashes, everyone. Really missed them.
0: Yeah, and the amount of signs that are in the crowd and stuff. It's just not what it used to it's be. Is it?
2: Um, Even if you go back and watch like 2005 wrestling, there's so many signs in the crowd and stuff.
0: Yeah. I thought yeah, that died great. off um,
2: way I earlier, it. but no, it was. Yeah. It's just it's kids crazy. do it now, really, or people who are trying to get like a movement over. Um,. But yeah, I I adore this match so much And I can still watch it with the same glee and joy That I watched it back then And uh, when we do our top five Introducing people to wrestling This, spoiler alert, will be one of my picks Without a doubt
0: Yes, um, absolutely Underrated spot in this match as well, I think Is um, towards the end When Matt Hardy and Bubba Ray Dudley Both go through the um, stack of tables Off the ladder I love that, I love that bit
2: they go crushing I can't remember if it's this one or Wrestlemania 2000 uh I think it's Wrestlemania 2000 actually Devon and Jeff hanging off the title belts and Devon's deathly afraid of um heights yes yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I think it's actually I think it's actually the 2001 one it's yeah. so
2: funny A- another great match by the way to go check out but you can just hear Devon cuz Jeff starts kicking him trying to get him off you know in character and stuff and you can just audibly hear Devon go Jeff stop it stop it now and he, and he takes the worst <laughs> bump ever the way he falls off he just ragdolls to the bottom it's brilliant uh, Jeff Swanton uh, through Bubba I think he goes through tables or ladders he goes through summit, which is nasty um, it, it's just fantastic It's. I'm sure everyone's watched it but if you're one of the many strange people who listen to this podcast that don't like wrestling that's one spot so
0: weird that we got that I don't understand it
2: uh, it's one
0: Thanks for listening, guys, but um, I don't understand what you get out of it if you don't Honestly,
2: you guys, speaking directly to the people who have messaged us and like, I don't what, like wrestling, but you guys make me interested in it, and I go back and check out matches. I fucking love you lot, because yeah, it's awesome. insane that you do that. So, big props to you lot. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic match. My number one favourite match of all time.
0: Beautiful. Uh, but I think that sums up... Um, if you look at my number one and your number one, it sums up um, our overall tastes in wrestling quite a lot as well, involving our favourite wrestlers and stuff. But I think it's quite yeah. Nice. I've got
2: no time for wrestling. I want spots, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want violence. Um, so now we come to our main award. I've tried to gather some of the best wrestlers that I can over the past year uh, to come and have a chat with us. Now, this edit might sound a bit weird to you, but I'll announce the winner. I'm going to have a chat with the winner in a little bit due to time difference. And then Jesse just has to agree that it was a good interview. And then we're going to say night-night to you all after we tell you what the Got Till Five universe said. But the favourite wrestler interview, with a stupid amount of votes, by the way, which baffled me to no end.
0: We need to, we need to run through the nominees Oh, we first. will, my friend.
2: So our nominees were... Our very first interview was with a gentleman named Benjamin Banks, an American wrestler who reached out to us um, and was our first interview. Who
0: he was? He was our first interview, and I believe the week after um, we interviewed him, he was in a tag team match where his partner was Mister Ass himself, Billy was the Gunn, Ass Man, which is amazing. Yeah, which um, obviously the Ass Man is um, something of a prophet. When it comes to our podcast, <laughs> so I like that. Um,
2: I want him on. He's just someone I need on on this part, and I know Mr. I know Russ. he does podcast interviews, so I'm on it, my friend.
0: We'll get Mister Ross. We'll get Mister The Second
2: today. interview we did was what I did was with uh, Gabriel Kidd, who you can now see on World of Sport ITV.
0: Yes, very talented. Very yeah,
2: talented, um, and I saw him the other week. He's gotten hench. You know, he's been hitting that gym hard. And uh, I can only see bright things. When the world of sport eventually folds very soon, he will be in NXT UK without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, Third interview was, I think this was third interview. Yes. Uh, The lovely, one of my favourite interviews I've done, and just a lovely person, Chris Wolfe.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that interview, listening to it. Um, Yeah, she seems I've just
2: never met someone so open and friendly, just... She was absolutely fantastic, and I hope we can have her on again when you and me can both talk to her. But she, she still she retweeted everything that we did, which not a lot of wrestlers do. Not pointing fingers here. Um, but she, <laughs> she retweeted everything we did. And she was even, like, when we announced the poll on stuff, she was, like, liking it and liking responses. So she's really good to her fans. Um, second, no, third one, fourth one. I can't count anymore <laughs> you know? was with Chris Ridgway and Chris Ridgway was a great sport as well. Um, he's not the warmest of people in the world, but he is a nice person and he just had a match with Liguero and his tongue was all split open. He, he messed up his tough from taking a kick from Lagero, and I messaged him before and I said to him after like, you know, your mouth is disgusting right now. We don't have to do the interview. And he just goes, no, i would be fine. Just give me time to spit. And I went, all right. So all the time, of, Fair play. All the time for Chris Ridgway. He's, he's lovely. And um, our final one was with Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper, who came on and talked about uh, their YouTube series, Escaping the Midcard. And that's one you and me did together. And I loved that interview. It was a lot of fun.
0: It was a good chat, when it? it was, it was it just was really, really natural.
2: Fun. I, we didn't actually talk yeah. about, we are natural. Yeah, we didn't talk about how much wrestling. We just dicked about with them. And they were just very easy to get on with. And we went and saw...
0: They, they were very impressed by my solitaire. They were, and the
2: fact that you had a girlfriend.
0: Two very, um... Two things that I excel at.
2: <laughs> Having a girlfriend and playing solitaire. <laughs> I Pretty much. I've got the audio from that. Where, uh, three card, bitch. Three card, bitch. I'm just going to see if I've got the, uh... The audio i do let's play this
0: i mean it was kind of a big deal but i did actually complete a game of solitaire in under four minutes at work today on my computer so i think i deserve some credit as well yeah, yeah that's fucking cool <laughs> yeah thanks man
2: <laughs> not the same pop really jesse not a comparison
0: were you turning one card or three cards i was turning three cards yo uh, uh, I, respect that, yeah. I don't fuck about <laughs> and has got a girlfriend and i've got a girlfriend <laughs>
4: <laughs> You've
0: <laughs> yeah we live in london and everyone looks really important on the tube but then like they're all like looking at their phones really moody but then if you look actually on their phone they're not doing work they're no yeah, that anyway they're just playing solitaire
2: so yeah they they weren't impressed until they found out that you were doing a free card draw there
0: three card is the important bit there yeah absolutely right but um i'm glad that i managed to um it's not every day you could say that you could impress um, professional wrestlers, and <laughs> I managed to do it.
2: <laughs> and we uh, we met TK first time we'd met him in person was at the Progress show you and me went to, and uh, yes. yeah, he was nice, big boy, very tall. He
0: was lovely. Yeah, he, he just had a fantastic match. Um, I, I can't remember who he was facing that.
2: No, I can't either.
0: Ah, um, oh, but it was it was really good match, really good match. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember his opponent. But yeah, great match, and um, it's set. T.K. Cooper up for a shot at the Atlas Championship.
2: Exactly. And then I went and saw Mambo at Riptide, and I introduced him, I was like, oh, I'm Max from Got To Five, and he went, dude, I love doing your pocket." He was really enthusiastic. He was like, we need to do it again sometime. And I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, But our winner, our overall winner, with quite the vast majority of the votes, is none other than Benjamin Money Banks.
0: Benji Banks, our first ever wrestler, just tops the tops the charts that's incredible yeah
2: I've I've travelled all over the country doing these interviews and it's the one that reached (laughs) out to us on Twitter that you guys enjoyed the most so uh, cheers
0: fair play I mean huge Dragable Z fan which is awesome yep Um, uh, he has tag team with Mr. Ass which is awesome Um, he does the money shuffle which is awesome Right. Uh, there's there's some many, many good things about Benji Banks
2: That was another forfeit that happened um, after that episode with the money shuffle <clears throat> I lost a forfeit and then you set a challenge for me to get chopped in the chest five times when I was at a show oh, yeah. and I did and it hurt and I was bruised for like two weeks <laughs> that's Good. that's why we stop doing the challenges, everyone. We're not bringing them back. It's the least you deserve. We're not bringing them back. Um, so here's with me. Here's with me. Here, I, I should stop drinking while I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> to bed, to <laughs> I'm turning into the Mr. Bean Stroke character that you were doing earlier. <laughs> so here's boss, me.
4: Boss, <laughs> doing an oh, interview.
2: <laughs> <laughs> here's me. Oh
4: sorry
2: <laughs> here's me with Benjamin money banks giving him his award and catching up with all things money mr banks always a pleasure how are you my friend
3: yo 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 what's good man i'm doing well i uh, just got home i'm chilling right now and i'm about to head to the gym in a little bit you are the got till five
2: this is our listeners pick for favorite wrestler guest you've beaten people like chris wolf Chuck Mambo, TK Cooper, Chris ridgeway you're you're number one.
3: That's awesome, man. You know, it's with the power of the pinky, bro. Pinky power. You know, I, I wonder I wonder if when people voted for me, if like they used their pinkies to click on my name, then that's what boosted my votes or something. I don't know. But hey, it's awesome. Like I'm I'm super happy that I won. I'm really surprised too you know what i'm saying but i'm like i said i'm really happy that i won
2: couldn't, couldn't have, i loved it in that first interview of you you know you were the first guest we had on and it was a lot of fun um just it was
3: enjoying, hanging it, out i enjoyed it it was it was it was on thanksgiving day too man yes you're right <laughs> you were doing it all now i
2: was going to ask so like last time we talked it was all about the money shuffle but now i'm seeing this pinky everywhere when when did the pinky come about
3: well, the pinky, you know, it's actually something that I was doing when I first started my wrestling career. I was teaming with a guy named uh, Picture Perfect. And we always used to, you know, tag in and out of the ring with our pinkies. And we used to call it the Golden Pinky. But, uh, you know, a, a couple years later, he no longer wrestles anymore. But, you know, I team up with another guy. His name is Diamond Victor Griff. And he actually, you know, when I first started in the business, me and Picture Perfect, we actually wrestled him before, like back in 2013. And he already knew about the Golden Pinky. And, you know, me and Griff, you know, we're like best friends. So he always said if me and him became a tag team, that, you know, we should name ourselves the Golden Pinky Society and you know be all about the pinkies and everything so like that's pretty much how the golden pinky came about it, it started with me and picture perfect and now me and diamond victor griff are carrying it on
2: because wasn't griff also last time we talked griff was the one that got you to like do the money shuffling in front of people as well yeah so, yeah
3: yeah yes that's correct
2: he's on it he's yeah. on it <laughs> he knows what's happening um so Awesome. And what's been going on like wrestling wise for you since we last spoke?
3: Uh let's see. What well, the last time we spoke was back in November. So, so let's you see. You
2: were so, teaming with Mr. ass when we
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was teaming with Billy Gunn the last time we talked. Uh since then, um wrestling wise I've been I've been to a couple of new places. Uh I went. I've been to New Jersey and wrestled again for a promotion called Neo Fight Pro. The last time I wrestled for them was uh, it was in Philadelphia. So this time it was in New Jersey, and uh, you know, unfortunately, I uh, I was supposed to wrestle in Florida last weekend, but we had the hurricane. Um, um dang, I forgot what it was called. Hurricane F- yeah Fiona. We had oh no, not Fiona. It wasn't Fiona or Florence. No, it was Fiona. Yeah, it was Fiona. Well, yeah, we had Hurricane Fiona come here and pretty much I couldn't make the trip down to Florida because if I would have drove down there, I would have been stuck down there, you know, because North Carolina is still pretty messed up, you know, with the roads and everything. You know, a lot of people a lot of people, you know, lost their homes, you know, and my condolences go out to them. It's, It's such a sad thing to you know lose you know the things in life that are important to you you know what i'm saying so
2: you know especially when it comes to like natural disaster, because i was worried about that when i was messaging you because I, I knew it was kind of going up i didn't know if it'd reach as far as as you but i was just like wondering if you were going to be all right and stuff so i'm glad you weren't affected too much by it
3: thank you i appreciate that yeah it was supposed to come here to virginia but it actually skipped over us like all we all we got was rain and it was real windy but we just got light rain and that was pretty much it so you know i am thankful that you know it it didn't hit us you know because we got a lot to be thankful for because it could have hit us so yeah definitely
2: yeah um uh-huh. so with all of that kind of clear up at the moment have you got anything on the horizon and anything booked or are you just kind of waiting to see what happens from
3: that Well, this Saturday at a promotion called Next Evolution Wrestling, me and Diamond Victor Griff are going to be competing for the tag titles that they have there against uh, two of our former tag team partners, um, the Demented Bradley, who was my tag team partner, and Sam Bass, who was Griff's tag team partner at that promotion. Uh, Me and Griff, we finally became a tag team there, so... Um, we're going to be in a uh, match this Saturday for the tag titles. And then in October, we're going to be teaming up at Vanguard Championship Wrestling to take on the sanctuary of, T- of Timmy Danger. And oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. What, what is the other guy's name? Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> doesn't matter, man, because you're going to beat him. You don't need to know names. <laughs> you're going to beat them. you beat them and move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant well i'm glad like you know the tag team stuff's picking up i saw like the merch with the uh the infinity gauntlet pinky i like that I like thank that. You, thank, thank you sick merch design another thing i wanted to ask you about um because i follow you on the social medias and stuff and I'll, I'll get you to plug those in a bit but you've been hitting that gym hard you've been hitting that workout routine what's uh what's been going on with that how you feeling with all of that
3: man i feel so much better Than what I did almost, you know, last year, like what, when I started working out back in January, I was at 456 pounds and now I'm at 377 pounds.
2: Wow, man. That's a crazy loss. Nice.
3: Yeah, man. I mean, it's just about staying focused and motivated, you know, and just, just pushing yourself. Even days when you're tired and you don't feel like going to the gym, just going, you know, I'm I've you know reached one of my goals and now i'm on to the next one so you know i still want to be a pretty big guy because you know i like being big but it's about being big and being healthy and and living a healthier life you know
2: this is true well i see you on instagram pretty much daily you're doing the grind you're going to the gym so that's awesome are you doing anything special any routine or is it just kind of get down there lift weights do cardio or are you doing something special
3: yeah, pretty much I have a routine set up. I do uh I do an hour of cardio every time I uh get to the gym. That's how I start off my workout. And uh I wear trash bags too. Trash bags really help. They they make nice. you sweat more. Yeah. And then, I always you remember know,
2: um do you remember when Matt Hardy was trying to get down to cruiserweight back in like two thousand two? He'd have like the trash bags on and doing the running, that's how we got down to cruiserweight. Yeah, man. I mean it worked.
3: <laughs> It de it definitely works, man. And it's I had i do remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, it, it works. I mean, it's helped me so far. You know, I do the hour of cardio every time I get to the gym and then after that I go and lift weights and, you know, work on my uh you know, losing this belly and everything and slimming down. But uh, you know, it's been it's been a grueling process and oh, you know, I yeah. have having, having to change up, you know, how I eat and cutting out different foods and stuff, but it's been worth it, man. Like I feel so much better.
2: Yeah, you look great, man. You know, keep keep plugging away at it. It's awesome. What's Thank your you. next goal?
3: Uh my next goal is to get to three fifty. That's the
2: next goal. Yeah.
3: Easy. The first goal is to get to four hundred and now it's to get to three fifty, so no, I know no I'll be soon. ho hopefully hopefully I can do it before uh before Thanksgiving though. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like when Thanksgiving comes, you know, everything gets thrown on the table. Everything's going <laughs> down. And all that it's temptation. Like, yeah, all that temptation. And then you got Christmas right after. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: it's just not fair, is
3: it? It's just not it's, fair. It's not. It's not. No. It's not. But, but <laughs> hey, with all the hard work that I've been putting in, it's like it's okay to have one cheat, cheat exactly. meal. you know what I'm saying? You
2: deserved it, you earned it, exactly. Um, So this theme that we've been doing uh, throughout this episode is uh, our top five favorite matches of all time. So if I was to say, I I won't make you pick five, but if I had to say what are your favorite matches in wrestling, what kind of pops into your head?
3: Mm, You know, I I got a couple. Uh, One would definitely have to be Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. At WrestleMania five, because Hulk Hogan cheated, and Macho That's Man so should have never Macho Man should have never lost the title, yeah. because Hulk Hogan had lust in his eyes, <laughs> um, as he always does. The next one would have to be The Rock versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania seventeen, because and, Stone Cold cheated, and uh, he had to get Vince McMahon to help him, and The Rock should have won that match. Yeah. Uh, then the follow up match at WrestleMania nineteen was really, really good when you had Hollywood Rock. And yes. you know, the Rock finally got that one over Stone Cold. I really enjoyed that. Um Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania twenty one. Dang, that's crazy. It's like I didn't I didn't listed four matches that all took place at WrestleMania. But yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah, that's...
2: well that one's just a clinic in terms of wrestling,
3: isn't it? I always go on about that match. Yeah, that one, uh and then my last match will probably have to be Shawn Michaels versus Shelton Benjamin on Monday Night Raw. Oh, the super kick. Yeah, the super kick. Yeah, that was a really good match. Yeah.
2: But, like, everyone remembers the super kick, but the actual match itself is fantastic. You know, yeah, Shelton Benjamin really good all match. over it. Yeah,
3: yeah, man. That well, was yeah, when that's when they kind of saw
2: him as the future, didn't they? They were like, okay, because yeah. he was really getting wins on Raw, and then yeah, the, your mum stuff happened, and down it went.
3: Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but hey, he's back. He's back now, and you know I've always been a Shelton Benjamin fan, and I and I see him winning the WWE title one day.
2: Oh, if only that would be wonderful. I'd like that. Um just, wow, you just knocked a top five right out of the park. You you do a better job than we do. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: could I could have kept on going, man, but it's difficult.
2: Those... Right? So I wrote my five down and I've got fifteen others written behind it that easily could have been put in there.
3: Yeah. Like I mean, 'cause I you know, I, of course you have your matches with um Eddie Guerrero, some with Cena. um You know, some with Booker T, you know, so I, you know, it's, it's a couple, man, you know, some more stone cold matches, some more rock matches. So the list goes on, but you know, those were the five that just came to me right then and there. Yeah.
2: That's how it should be. Um, Awesome. Tell everyone where, um, where they can find you if they want to check you out and also get some of that sweet pinky merch.
3: You can find me on Twitter at Benji underscore banks. You can find me on Instagram at King Benji underscore banks and you can find me on facebook at benjamin banks and i got multiple pages on facebook so if you can you can either follow me or you can send me a friend request on facebook and i'll accept it excellent and
2: we will be no doubt because i, I want to have more chats with you about dragon ball and anime and marvel and all that kind of stuff so yeah. we really want to have you in our second year to do like a proper top five episode with us
3: yes yes no doubt and I'll definitely be down for that and uh, before I leave it was just announced that Dragon Ball Super the movie is going to be playing in theaters dubbed January 16th my birthday month so that's a win
2: that's your gift right there
3: you know I've started watching a new anime called My Hero Academia which is phenomenal and I'm glad you said that
2: because that's been on my list for a while now
3: and it is so great it is awesome like I haven't loved the anime this much since Dragon Ball Z and they have a movie actually coming out um, next Tuesday here in the States called My Hero Academia Two Heroes so I'm pumped for that movie so I can't wait to see that Sweet.
2: I'm going to get on My Hero Academia, and next time you're on, we'll have a chat about it, and we'll nail it. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, congratulations again, Benji. You are our listener's pick for top favorite wrestler guest. so uh just want to thank you for, first of all, coming on in the first place and joining me for a chat today.
3: Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thanks for having me on, man.
2: Anytime, man. Uh, so, that's Benji. He'll be back soon. Make sure you go follow him everywhere. And uh, get on that sweet, sweet pinky merch. Alright, see you later, man. Alright, man, peace. That was a good interview, wasn't it, Jesse?
0: I sure it was good, well done you.
2: <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Okay, let's... Uh, so, we've done all the awards now. Well done to everyone. Thank you to everyone that voted. It really did mean a lot. Over 300 responses. That's pretty ridiculous for people just to kind of, like, get involved in our little poll. You know, I appreciate that quite a bit.
0: It's uh, yeah that is good isn't it. Well done everyone. Well done everyone.
2: Um so we asked the, the got Till five milky way universe um which a name originally Jesse hated but he's grown to love now.
0: I do I like I love like it it's the uh, milky way universe.
2: Okay. Yes. So our the, the most popular opinion was someone having a bit of a joke Jesse. <sighs> they're only a bit of joke at our expense. They thought they'd poke a bit of fun. Why are they do-
0: Why are they doing it? Ah. What is the point of these people? Ah. We go to all this work.
2: And they make a little joke.
0: I think they're funny. If they're funnier than me, think again.
2: So this jokester, the tall one, 93, not even old enough to vote. Maybe you are. I don't know. I can't count. John Cena. I think
0: really, definitely old enough to vote. <laughs> We're pretty old, right?
2: <laughs> John Cena versus Kevin Federline. <laughs> Edge vs. Kung Fu Naki on SmackDown, The Great Khali vs. Jeff Hardy, Over the Top Rope Divas Battle Royale at WrestleMania 25, and Donald Trump vs. Rosie O'Donnell. Good one.
0: Yeah, well, oh, very funny, yeah. Um, that Divas Battle Royale is actually brilliant. It is, actually. Um, it, you know, like, empowering women in that, and it's won by a bloke, Santina Morella. Wins Just like the,
2: money, the and, first money um, in the bank. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... What else? Uh, oh, and um, Gail Kim, who is obviously a fantastic women's wrestler, um, eliminates herself in that match. If you watch close she just yeah, she just jumps over and leaves. She's like, no, 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 no I'm not having this shit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Don't blame her.
2: But now onto the
0: and Tris has turned it down as well, which is correct. So she should the correct move. Well so done, she Tris. should. Yeah.
2: Now onto the serious ones. We had some great responses from you guys. Um, the first one from A Morning of Sleep: uh, Triple H versus Cactus Jack, Royal Rumble 2000. Very good point. Great match. Taker versus HBK, WrestleMania 25. Yes.
0: Thank you. On my list. Mankind
2: versus The Rock, The Roar on 99.
0: um uh, A good finish, but um I wouldn't put it in top five matches. No, no. The no. Time.
2: Mike Orson versus uh, Masato Tana- Tana- Tanaka. Ugh. Oh,
0: ECW One Night Stand? He
2: says pick one. He's going any of their matches.
0: Okay. Well, they had one at ECW One Night Stand 2005. And it's amazing. It's a really, really good match. And uh, Mike Awesome was um, huge, like really fat at the time, but still doing these incredible spots. It's an amazing match. Mike Awesome is missed.
2: Man had a gift. Uh, From GAL Striker 19, that's an unfortunate name.
0: Oh dear.
2: Uh, Steamboat Match Your Man, WrestleMania 3.
0: Okay, Uh, yeah, Uh, off the time, I suppose. Yeah,
2: I've tried to rewatch it and I can't get on with it as well. Omega Okada 4. Now, what That was the last one.
0: Omega's victory. Yeah, when Omega wins the IWGP. That's my
2: favourite Omega Ricardo match. It was a
0: great match, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I totally get that. Again,
2: take a HBK WrestleMania 25, Hart Austin WrestleMania 13, and Cena Punk Money in the Bank 2011. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Bail Emma says Christian versus Jericho at WrestleMania 20. That's an interesting one to put in there. Oh,
0: that's interesting. That was um, when Trish Stratus turned heel and um, got with Christian. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah,
2: and she slapped the that, shit. That up. was
0: good. Yeah, it was interesting because Trish um, was such an endearing baby face, wasn't she? And she just turned into the, an incredible heel. I think she did an amazing job. I love heels. Yeah, was.
2: she was fantastic. Um, in honor of Steve. Three top Canadians, dearie. And then we have Asuka versus Nikki Cross in a Last Woman Standing match. Interesting. Okay. Cody versus Kota at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Good match.
0: That was good. That crossroads off the ring apron was awesome. Yep.
2: Marty versus Will at Sakura Genesis. Their best match they've ever had where Will nearly breaks his neck. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, this is a fantastic match! Men's Raw versus SmackDown at Survivor Series 2016.
0: Oh, that was good. It was such a sh- we we were so excited for the one at 2017, weren't we? And it was so Out shit compared Triple to a, the 2016. One. Yeah, exactly. And um, but the um, yeah the 2016 one was awesome. Really, really well put together match. Yeah. Another example of something long that I enjoyed, which um, doesn't happen much.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, let me just skip through a couple of these. What's another good one? Uh FFB and Money, Austin Hart, WrestleMania thirteen. Again, really fantastic match, quite violent, as they do, and double turn. You don't see many double turns or successful double turns.
0: Yeah, double turn done um yeah, done beautifully well. Um I don't I can't think of a single one out of this no. that was done so well. Uh
2: this next match is in my reserves, Okada, Shibata, Seku- Sakura twenty seventeen.
0: Ah, uh, Shabata's last stand. Yes, Shabbat's last stand. It is stunning, and and especially knowing that, knowing now that it was Shabbat's last match, it puts a completely different spin on that match when you rewatch it now. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was
2: fantastic watching it, and when he did the headbutt, you went, "Fuck, that's gonna hurt," and then turns out it
0: did. God, when, when that, oh God, when that blood trickled down his face, it was like you couldn't have you couldn't have directed that better if it was a film. Do you know what I mean? But and, and this is real life, and. Just the camera angle on his face, the way that blood trickled down. It was just like it was like this has to have been planned. It was just incredible. Yeah,
2: definitely. Ew, horrible. Um What does he say? NATO Omega, which I said, yeah. AJ Styles Nakamura Wrestle Kingdom ten. Hell yes. AJ Oh yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah,
2: fantastic. <laughs> Joke, so Joke, match. HBK Undertaker, <laughs> Helena Sell nineteen ninety seven, landmark match.
0: Yeah. Same day Brian Pillman yeah.
2: died. Yeah. Um, oh. And
0: the debut of Kane. And
2: the debut of Kane. You're exactly right. That you match. ripped that door off. Didn't just kick it like Brock did. Can we do
0: a Can we do a top five Kane match? Of course you? we can, dear. Thanks. I've recently um, I've recently had a whole new level of respect for Kane because I'd forgotten how much I loved him when I was little, and I really did. Like before, I appreciated wrestling for wrestling and just liked the colourful characters. Kane always really appealed to
2: me. I'm typing it into the list of ones we have to do Thank as we you. speak.
0: And now he's a mayor, so it'll be nice to honour him. It's true.
2: Uh, this guy has mentioned some very good ones in here. Um, Kenny Okada Wrestle Kingdom 11, which we've spoken about. Uh, a match yeah. that not a lot of people might be familiar with. Sexy Star, before she was a bitch, versus Mariposa. It was a no-mass uh, Lucha Underground match. And it for a women's match, it was way ahead of its time. Super violent. Very good match that I recommend people check out. Um, cool. Never seen that. In my reserves, so... Before I did Kenny Omega versus Naito, this was the one that was in there, and I I was like, "Do I keep it?" Bailey versus Sasha take over Brooklyn.
0: Oh well, yeah, it's it's obviously it's a stunning match, um, and as spearheaded, you know, that so many um, talented women now have them to thank. Yes, but um, uh, yeah, but yeah, stunning match. Um, Didn't make my top five because of. the lack of nostalgia, I suppose. It's true. But, um, but it is an amazing we
2: were, match. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker, the ladder match on Raw.
0: J- oh, God, make yourself famous, yeah. dude. Yeah, a very famous call by
2: JR there. And another ladder match, the inaugural North American Championship from Takeover New Orleans.
0: The Oh, yeah, um, the, the ladder match, which um, uh, Shawn Michaels produced. He was the agent of that match. Yes which is um, which is very evident in how good it is. Exactly.
2: Um, I'm not going to read out everyone else's top fives. I'm just going to pick matches from yours that we haven't mentioned, which are very good. Uh, famous currency, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 18, of course. Undertaker Shawn Michaels, their WrestleMania 26 match. Very important as well. Someone else,
0: yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously for sure. Marcus's career, very, yep. very important.
2: Uh, Blurry line says DIY revival Toronto. That almost made it into my list as well. Very good shout.
0: Yeah, great match. Uh
2: Sammy Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura from Cultural Loss, which
0: very good. And um, it's obviously a stunning match. Shinsuke Nakamura couldn't have had a better debut no, could he? Um, in WWE. His that. best
2: match he's ever had in WWE. I would Minds agree. down uh, one. I'm surprised didn't make your list at cultural losses is Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar. No way yes. out.
0: Um, it's yeah, it is a fantastic match. Um, if Goldberg hadn't interfered in the match, it would probably be one of my favourite matches of all time. Yes, yeah, that's fair. The gold, the Goldberg bit, um, it drops a good couple of stars for me. You know what? A lot of people are mentioning.
2: Um, Almas versus Gargano, the five-star match they had at um, uh, TakeOver. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people are that talking about match. that match in, in these comments.
0: Great match. Of all time, though, like, I don't know if it gets into that conversation. Yeah,
2: but they love it. I, I need to introduce you to this guy, uh, Hunter X Pentagon, who loves Ishii, apparently. He mentions Ishii versus Shibata, Kenny Omega versus Ishi, Ishii versus Ibushi, Ishii versus Walter, <laughs> no, his top one, Golden Lovers versus Ishii and Osprey. His top five favorite matches are Ishii.
0: Uh, Ishii matches, amazing. I like this guy. <laughs> a big fan of Ishii. He was in my um, top five um, favorite mid-card wrestlers. Yes, me. he was. Um, yeah, yeah, big fan of um, big fan of Ishi. I think I've said before, he reminds me of Benoit a bit in how he can simultaneously be a really credible threat, but also a sympathetic underdog. I think it's very difficult to put that across, and um, Benoit was very good at it, and I think Ishii Ishi is as well. Ishii does it
2: very well. Uh, there was an argument under that comment, um, everyone talking about Walter and Ishii, which, if no one's checked out, it's uh, Rev Pro August of this year. Yeah, it was last month. Walter versus Ishii is just... they just chopped the shit out of each other. Oh, oh I bet. Um... I can imagine oh my friend and
0: i saw i watched i'm um, sorry um i watched walter versus flash walk and webster an attack show in cheltenham and um i've never seen a chest like flash and webster's chest after that match and uh, i he was by the merch stand afterwards so i was quite close to him and it just was horrendous. I've never seen such a this kind of I test remember of my seeing life. a
2: picture that he did after that show and it's horrible. Um, yeah. I took some people to a Riptide show down here that never seen wrestling before. They're from Italy and they'd never seen wrestling live. So I was like, come to this show. And they, they yeah. saw Walter and they just, all three of them turned to me and went, Good God, is he human? And I was like, Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Humanoid. But he just gives yeah. this. He's should be from the 50s era. He should be in Madison Square Garden against Sam Martino. He's just something else. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's so many matches, you guys. You really have heart. Mr. Perfect, Summer SummerSlam 91, yes. Okada, Tanahashi, AJ's Daniels and Joe from TNA, one of the best triple threat matches. You guys have killed it on suggestions. I'm sorry that we can't read them all out, otherwise everyone else will get really bored. But... you've nailed it in terms of like your five favorite matches um so thank you so much for sending those across to us we really appreciate it um yeah great bye (laughs) (laughs) happy
0: no okay so um it's that's our year it's how long have we clocked in this? exactly
2: two hours well with the benji interview it's probably going to be about two and a half hours okay
0: so this is a nice this is a big marathon episode i like it uh i thank you for bearing with us everybody who's listened to this and uh, listened to us just wank ourselves dry for the last two hours i think hours. we've been all right um, we've
2: uh, we've peppered
0: it no we've been fine yeah no it's been good there's been ups there's been downs there's been highs there's god been we're downs. good um <laughs> what's it like when you're in the middle it's, it's all right <laughs> um and uh yeah so i love you max thank you for doing this show with me um I've had a great year. It's nice to um, have another outlet in my life. It's like I'm literally in a room on my own, just screaming into a microphone, and I've been doing that for a year now, talking to you about rec- something I love so much, which is professional wrestling. And it's just lovely to have that outlet in my life. So thank you. for Yeah, it
2: to we've me. we've done so many top fives, and same to you. Couldn't have done it with anyone else but you. Um, when you eventually leave and go on to better things, or you just get bored of doing it, it's going to be very hard to find a replacement for you. Um, But it's been fantastic. And honestly, I know we talk a lot of shit about you guys that listen, but we do it in like a jovial, (laughs) we love you way, you know, the way we say it. Because honestly, we didn't expect anyone to listen to this show. When we started, we were like, maybe if we get like 100 followers on Twitter and like two subscribers, that would be great. The level were...
0: I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it because I... I find our conversations funny, so I thought, oh, well, it would just be nice to have them documented you know, so I can listen to Yeah, in the future. But, but the, yeah, the fact that people have actually started listening is the, the amazing. The around
2: when I go back on episodes and I see how many people listen to an episode, I go, holy shit, people are actually taking an hour and a half, two hours out of their day to listen to us talk, and it's a lot of people that tune in, and it just baffles me, and the opportunity to talk to some of the wrestlers that I've spoken to and that we've spoken to and people that we've had on this podcast... it's insane it's something i couldn't even imagine when we started this so i'm i'm very excited to get to where we're going to get in our second year now that we've got a base and we've got a name um yeah we'll see what happens hopefully we'll be here for a second year anniversary and hopefully you will too onwards and onwards and inwards who knows where we'll end up right so uh (laughs) again thank you for everyone tuning in please share this around rate us on itunes it's very important. Follow us on Spotify if you're an Android user. And Write Summit. And yeah, we like we like reading. Your your messages are quite funny. And uh, yeah, again, all I can say is thank you. And we hope you join us for the next episode that we do. And we hope you continue to join us. And if you've got anything you want to see, reach out to us at Till 5 everywhere. And we'll be happy to incorporate it. So from me, thank you. We love you. And keep joining us on this journey. And from Jesse, he says...
0: Oh. I say I love you too. You're all the best. Um, Kisses. Bye.
2: Thank you for voting. (laughs) Thank you everyone who guessed it. And we will see you in two weeks time for the proper kickoff of year two.
1: Later days. Yeah, you're the best. You have until the count of five. I happen to love the number five. It's a beautiful number. A glorious number.
3: You got to the count of five.